This is We Need to Talk About Sam, a podcast where a supernatural superfan and a supernatural newbie discuss every single episode of the hit CW show. And this might be our longest episode ever, definitely so far, because we are covering season two, episodes 21 and 22, All Hell Breaks Loose. I'm Kenzie. I'm Haley. And we need to talk about Sam. carry on wayward son for both episodes but they don't they only use it for the second one oh, yeah, this one true. kicks off with foreplay slash long time by boston which is what our listeners just heard because i edited together the audio of that song with audio from the episode because i thought it'd be fun so that's what i spent my afternoon doing oh you already did that <laughs> i already did that oh nice <laughs> i just gotta stick it in <laughs> Yep, that is what I did today. I also did two hours of DoorDash, but that's beside the point. I caught right. up on my but sleep yeah. from being majorly sleep deprived for the past four days. Really? <laughs> took a very long nap. If by long you mean like most of the day, yes. <laughs> yeah, Haley was tired. Haley started a new job on Monday. It's very physically tiring. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So we kick off this episode. With, like I said, um, foreplay slash long time by Boston in our uh, road so far. We cover um, Yellow Eyes, how, like, Sam is, like, special to the demon. We get the special children, um, that they're soldiers in a coming war, um, and Ava's disappearance. So we're coming back to Ava, finally. Um... And we open up with a, just a regular little moment in the life. Really late at night, the boy's stopping at a roadside diner and Sam running in to get food while Dean waits in the car. Uh, he demands extra onions on his burger. Um, I realized last night we were watching this, I think I tweeted this out, so if anybody follows me on Twitter, you may have seen this, and I was like, this is where we started and it, with, um, dude, I'm the one who's going to have to sit in the car with you and your extra, extra onions. <laughs> uh, it's a very lighthearted start to this episode and then it gets it gets we just go right off the edge <laughs> I love just the, jump right into it i love the intro oh. with like the music with the impala going up to this like very small abandoned or like really it's tidy diner in the middle of nowhere like 
it's such it's a cool so tidy image. <laughs> i am in love with this location too it's one of the many di- or like one of the few diners that's actually like really stuck in my mind it's very distinct um it it's really raining the the feel of the show <laughs> yeah it's raining and it's kind of hard to see in this first shot but you can see it clearly when dean comes out of the diner in a little bit which is that there's like a boardwalk that leads from the front door of the diner like over like a big puddle basically like there's like a moat surrounding this building um it like leads over the water to the parking lot and it's just and then you get this teeny tiny little building and it's oh in the middle of nowhere there's no other lights i love it it's such a great location it's such a great little set I want to know, like, is this a real building that they, like, turned into this little diner? Like, where where did they find this? <laughs> it's genius. <Yeah. laughs> I love it. But it really sticks in your mind. Um, but yeah, so Sam goes in to get Dean and him some food. And Dean is out in the car listening to the radio to Long Time by Boston. Um, because I love... So, this is something I didn't realize. So... Foreplay slash long time is like one song, but foreplay is the the part that plays over the recap. Um, that like like heavy, like metal guitar riff stuff that plays over the recap. It's great. That that's long or that's foreplay, and then it fades into long time, which is what's playing on the car radio while Dean's waiting for Sam. And I just, I thought that was really fun. I thought it was two different songs at first, and then I realized it's, like, one long song. It's, like, seven, eight minutes long. It's, it's... Oh, wow. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was really fun. Um, but while Dean's listening to the radio, the radio signal goes all fuzzy, um, and then it goes out completely. Um, and we and Dean... this happened before, and it's never a yeah. good thing. <laughs> yeah, Dean, being a hunter, is, like, what the frick is going on, and he's been looking at the the diner i think it's actually like cafe something i don't remember um and you can see people inside you can see the employees behind the counter and stuff like that um but when dean looks away and you're like looking around after the radio goes out and he looks back everyone's gone like this diner just looks empty from the outside and he obviously panics uh and rushes in to find multiple dead bodies like throat slit very dead and no sign of Sam. Um, and then he finds sulfur on, like, the windowsill of the back door. I love Which is not a good sign. Once again, the very neat piles that they leave. <laughs> it's like a little... It's literally... It looks like when the boys put salt... Uh, like, like put a salt line down, but it's sulfur. I just... I, I don't understand. Is it falling out of their sleeves? What is going on? <laughs> Where does the sulfur come from? Why do they keep leaving it behind? They just oh. carry around bags with it and then sprinkle it around. <laughs> it must be. It must be. Oh my gosh. But we cut to... Well, Dean runs. He like looks out the back door, finds nothing. Um, he runs out front, just shouting Sam's name. And I realized... Um, at the, when I like finished our rewatch, is that we start this episode with Dean shouting Sam's name, and that is how we will end this episode. Um, <laughs> what was that face? <laughs> 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 he, he was 
yawning. And then I think she saw something on her screen and she just like panicked for a second is what it looked like. I was trying to move you really over confused. a little bit and scream on accident and I was surprised and a little scared for a sec that I had messed something up again. <laughs> You accidentally, like, hit the trackpad and moved something? Yeah, I like... accidentally made it full screen. And I'm trying <laughs> to see you and my nose at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because I could just, like, your eyes got really big, but you were still yawning. <laughs> it was really great. I that saw... was so funny, babe. <laughs> I saw my, uh, my camera as well and realized <laughs> what I made. It was really funny. <laughs> so funny i wish you guys could have seen that that was golden okay uh i was scared <laughs> to repeat I myself <laughs> no you're all good to repeat myself i realized that this episode starts with dean yelling sam's name and that is how the episode will end um <laughs> we're coming full circle with this one but from here we cut to uh what looks like daytime like like, really cloudy gray daytime, but it looks like it's day now. It was night before. Um, and Sam wakes up in what looks, seems like a, an abandoned, like, Wild West era town with no cell signal. And this is where we got our splash screen. Um, and my very important note that he looks very pretty when he's unconscious. This is a fact. This is a fact that all Sam stands know. Uh, is it Sam? Sam unconscious and or dead. Gorgeous. Or dead. <laughs> the prettiest corpse around. <laughs> it's literally... I think I even retweeted it. Oh, I'm gonna find it now. I'm gonna find it now. I know I retweeted it. Um, I was laughing someone, at Someone... There's this account that is... Okay, so this account's called Make Up a SPN Fan, um, and people, like, submit stuff, and then the account tweets it, and someone submitted Supernatural Fan who genuinely enjoys each time Sam dies because he dies so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and I retweeted it and said, attacked. <laughs> Called out. Um, and then someone made a, uh, a thread of screen caps of all the times Sam's is di Sam has died, but he's just he's the prettiest corpse around. It's a fact. Sounds um, so wrong. <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> just for the uh, record, we're not into necrophilia. Um. <laughs> <laughs> just into Sam. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that's <laughs> dead or unconscious. Always, always a good look. Um, we get our splash screen and we, we come back in with Sam kind of exploring the town. He doesn't seem like he's finding anybody. Um, he's like trying buildings, but stuff is locked. I think he tries to get into like a cobbler <laughs> shop or something. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. You're going to find in there, I guess maybe a hammer. <laughs> um, but he hears creaking coming from around the side of a building and he picks up a board, uh, and creeps up close like prepared to fight uh and it's poor andy <laughs> i know who is so bad shitting for andy himself this, whole episode. <laughs> this poor 
poor guy. But yeah, I realized when he comes around the corner, he's like got his little hoodie on and he's like chewing on the end of one of his hoodie strings oh. when Sam scares the shit out of him. <laughs> the poor guy is so scared. Quite and honestly, I love he probably Andy. thinks he's high as a kite until he sees <laughs> He does! He's like, this is the weirdest trip I've ever been on. Because <laughs> he, he does indeed he tell Sam. Bong <laughs> yep. <laughs> he does tell Sam that the last thing he remembers is honestly my fourth bong load and then an intense smell of sulfur. <laughs> um. And he's like, is Dean here? And Sam's like, I, I honestly don't know where Dean is. And then they hear screaming. Um, they follow the screams down the street to a locked building, barn thing. Um, Sam breaks the padlock with a, with a rock to find Ava. Um, I made the note, I realized this during my rewatch last night, that he hits the lock three times with this with this big rock that he picks up. It is definitely broken on the first first try. Like, like the prop lock, it breaks oh, the first really? time, but he keeps hitting it. I'm like, Sam, it's open. Sam, buddy. Sam, <laughs> it's definitely stop, open. Stop, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. Um, but it's Ava. It's the first time we've seen her all season. Since, yeah. like, episode 10. <laughs> um, she is freaking out. Very reasonable. She asks where they are. Sam's like, how long have you been here? And she's like, I don't know. I woke up a half an hour ago. And Sam's like... Bitch, you've been missing for five months. <laughs> like, uh, dots not connecting. <laughs> um, she immediately starts freaking out about how her fiance must be so worried about her. Um, we know that Sam knows that Brady is dead. Uh, Ava does not know this. Um, at least as far as we're aware. Um, I'm not sure she ever, if she did know... Well, she if finds she, out later. This I don't. Episode. She finds out later, but I I am undecided if her reaction to Brady being dead is genuine or not. Like if she knew already, and was mm. faking it, or if she genuinely didn't know. Yeah. Undecided. I was wondering but, about that. Um, <laughs> I love Andy's just standing there awkwardly, and Ava's like, "Who the fuck is this weirdo?" <laughs> and he's like, "Hi, Andy." Also freaking out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, so Ava asks Sam what's happening, and he's like, "I, I don't, I don't know, but I think I know what we have in common." Um, but this is where we hear another voice coming from, kind of down the street, uh, and the the three Andy, Ava, and Sam walk towards it to find a man in an army uniform, um, like the fatigues, the camo fatigues. I think that's what they're called, right? Fatigues. I don't yeah, actually know. I, so. I, I may have just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> Uh, and a young woman, kind of all bundled up in a really cute coat, actually. Um, the the fandom wiki described her as goth. <laughs> I'm not... I think she's more emo, but whatever. Uh, I really don't granted, know she has every right to be. Too, but... <laughs> <laughs> for for Haley, they're interchangeable. <laughs> I think they cross over, but they don't always... like. You can be emo and not be goth, and you can be goth and not be emo, I think. False. At least that's my interpretation of it. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, this is Jake and Lily. Lily was in San Fr- or not San Francisco, San Diego a minute ago. Uh, Jake was asleep in Afghanistan. So explain that one. Um, Sam takes a wild guess and is like, "Are you guys both twenty three? Uh, they are. Everyone here is twenty three. In, in the episode, I'm twenty four. 
<laughs> they are not 23. Um, but Sam's like, just in the last year or so, have you like developed abilities that you can't explain? He's like, I have visions. Ava's like, yeah, I have visions too. And he's like, I can put thoughts in people's heads and make them do stuff. And then he starts going, because he's anxious and he's high. <laughs> he's definitely high still. <laughs> unless yellow eyes got rid of that but he's anxious and rambling at the very least and he goes on about how he's like been practicing and now he can like put images into people's heads and not just thoughts and how he made this guy that was mean to him think about gay porn all like 24 7 (laughs) i I love the gif of gay of andy saying gay porn all hours of the day (laughs) it's one of my favorite gifs (laughs) Um, Lily's like, that's cute. Uh, I kill people by touching them because she's basically the supernatural version of Rogue. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's Sam's like, well, I know what's going on. Uh, it, it's very clear that like he kind of knows what's going on, and Ava and Andy already trust him. Like he, they know that he knows about the psychicy stuff, you know. Um, so Andy asks Sam if he knows who brought them here and Sam's like it's not really a who it's more of a what and you're really not gonna believe me because <laughs> it was a demon <laughs> uh and then we cut away <laughs> um we cut to Dean and Bobby um Bobby has apparently driven out in a tow truck I think to meet with Dean they also just leave this truck on the side of the road somewhere <laughs> yeah they do actually <laughs> they do um not sure what that's about, but okay. <laughs> Maybe Bobby called a friend to come get it or something. I have no idea. But they are at a dead end. And Bobby says that things have been quiet all over the country. There's no demons anywhere. Not even, like, low-level stuff. Like, no exorcisms, no omens, nothing. He's like, if the demon is anywhere in the country, like, it's not leaving any signs behind. Uh, which is not good. <laughs> Uh, this is when Dean's phone rings, and it is Ash, and he has information that he says is bigger than anything he's ever seen before, most definitely will help them find Sam, but he doesn't feel safe telling Dean over the phone, because this is, like, huge. Like, it's very clear that Ash is quite freaked out about this. Yeah. Like, extremely freaked out about this. Uh, he tells Dean to get to the roadhouse as quick as he can. And then he hangs up, and Dean's like, well, I guess we're going to the roadhouse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we go back to Cold Oak, which we don't know is Cold Oak yet. Sam hasn't explained that. Sam hasn't figured that out. But that's how I have it marked in my notes, to keep track of locations. Sam has explained the whole demon war, apocalypse, psychic soldiers shit to the group, and everybody is like... <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> I think even Ava's like, psychic stuff I can deal with, but I'm sorry, demons? Like, no thank you. Um, all of these people have special powers they can't explain, but demons are too far for them, I guess. Um, Jake's like, yeah, no, I'm not sticking around like to uh, deal with this crazy person. Um, and he, he goes, he tries to go off on his own. Um, uh, as he walks, he sees this girl, this really creepy girl. Yeah. I, I don't know the name of this actress. Um, she plays but creepy she... well. 
yeah, I don't have her listed in the cast list, but she does a great fucking job. She's really good at this. It's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> this creepy little girl in the window of uh, what turns out to be a schoolhouse. Um, and Jake goes to investigate, finds it empty, um, and he thinks that she's, like, hiding somewhere. So he's, like, calling out, like, hey, like, it's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. You can come out. And the camera, like, spins around him, and we see the, like, blank chalkboard, and then it, like, spins around in front of him, like, between him and the chalkboard, and then we hear this scratching of chalk, which is the one of the worst sounds on the planet. Um, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. And the camera continues spinning to reveal the phrase, I will not kill has been written all over the chalkboard like a like a kid writing lines which that's not creepy at all <laughs> um jake turns back to the doorway uh probably to leave and the, the little girl from before is standing there um and her fingers oh, like get so long creepy. and pointy uh I not did a not fan like that. <laughs> didn't like it um and sh- she's obviously going to attack him but here comes sam he picks up what I think is a, like an iron poker sitting by the door yeah. uh, and hits her with it. And she dissipates into black smoke that goes flying out the doorway. And everybody stands there staring at him. And he goes, just so you know, that was a demon. <laughs> it's really dramatic. And I really love it. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, do you want to take over, love? Uh, sure. Are you up for that? Yeah. I okay. can do that. <laughs> I'm trying to like plow through this. Yeah. <laughs> to give us minimal stuff. Or min to give myself <laughs> less stuff to edit. Less stuff to edit. Plus let's it's go. Late. Yes, plus it's late. Alright. Haley Stern. If she's done yawning. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> yeah. Says the one who slept all day. <laughs> hey, I was very behind on sleep. I know, I'm just teasing you. Okay, so... Um... Was the bell ringing when they find it, or...? No. Um, we're not at that part. We're, we're a little bit up on the... At the bottom of the last page. With them going outside. Oh, yeah, okay. Um... So they all walk outside, and Sam tells them that he thinks that the girl was, is it Akiri? I think is how he says it. <laughs> I didn't actually pay attention to the pronunciation. I, oh, I don't know if it's Akiri or Akiri, something like that. I think he says Akiri. <laughs> I probably should have made a note of how he pronounces it. <laughs> I didn't really remember. Um, which is a demon who disguises itself as a girl, so that's fun. Andy is processing. Yes. He said, give me Andy a minute. A I'm mood. still working through demons are real. <laughs> I love him. Um, so then oh. they find a bell in the town square. Um, Sam realizes that they're in Cold Oak, South Dakota, a town so haunted that every single resident fled. Also fun. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently, according to your notes, is not a real town. Nope. As far as I'm aware, Cold Oak is not a real town. Um, according to the wiki, I don't know. 
but according to the wiki, the set for Cold Oak is the old border town set in Maple Ridge, British Columbia. Hmm. Um, so border town, 1989. Their set. So the set was provided by Virtue Studio Ranch for this episode. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so Sam says the best thing to do is stick together. Um, wait, did I skip something? Oh yeah, okay. Um, so Lily wants to get out of the town, but the only way out is through miles of wood. Uh, Sam says the best thing to do is stick together. Um, yeah, she doesn't want anything to do with them, and doesn't feel like she has anything in common with them. She reveals that she accidentally killed her girlfriend, which was really sad. It so was she's so sad. Not in a very good headspace at the moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Sam connects with her, saying that he's lost people too, and the only way out is all stick together. Um. So they all enter into a house in search of iron, salt, or anything that can be used as a weapon, and for food. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, dude, I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Can we yeah, <laughs> add that to the list, please? Makes you <laughs> it does. He's 100% still high. Oh, yeah, he's gotta be. <laughs> I think he's just constantly no. always high. <laughs> I think, yeah, he's in a perpetual state. <laughs> um, so Lily breaks away from the group and heads into the woods. Um, and then back at the roadhouse, Dean and Bobby arrive to find it completely burnt to the ground this makes me i forgot that this is the episode that the roadhouse burns down and it makes me so sad also i love ash oh i remember and now he's turned to ash (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome poor ash okay I could resist, and I just thought of it. Is that the new episode title? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> All right. Um, I remember the first time I watched this, and I'm like, I think I asked you, like, wait, did Ash die? I'm like, no. <laughs> I love Ash. Yes. I love Ash. <laughs> um, he's a great character. I know. So they um, can't find a trace of Ellen, but then. Dean finds Ash's watch and realizes that he has died. Yeah. They actually give us a shot of this watch yeah. earlier in the episode when Ash is on the phone. And interestingly, so the wiki notes um, that after Ash hangs up with Dean, he makes a point to check his watch. The time shows 7.09 a.m. Um, when Dean arrives at the burnt-down roadhouse, we see Ash's watch again. It's cracked and scorched, and the hands are not visible um but from where we can't like based off of where we know they're not it suggests that ash died sometime between 7 15 and 10 50 so uh that whoever burned down the roadhouse arrived very quick after that phone call i think and plus the like the fire's not even like smoking anymore you know yeah so it's probably closer to 7 15 than to 10 50 but Poor Ash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, 
they make it clear that they haven't found a trace of Ellen yet, so that is an yeah. important thing for later on. <laughs> important details! Um, so back at Cold Oak, so Lily's out in the woods trying to escape, and she hears a little girl laughing in the distance, but continues on. Um, These woods do not... I Okay, I've never been to South Dakota. I have no idea what the lo- woods look like in South Dakota, but I have a feeling it's not this. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like it's very it's like, like in South Dakota. It's <laughs> like luscious green forest with like ferns. I don't know. I've never been to South Dakota. So if we have, if we have any like listeners from South Dakota or have like been in forests in South Dakota, like I, I feel like this is not it. This is definitely a Vancouver forest. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was something about, like, the ferns and, like, the green underbrush, like, underbrush, like, that just didn't feel like South Dakota plants. But I say this as someone who's never actually been to the state, so I can't be certain. I I mean, based (laughs) off of what I've seen of pictures and, like, like, what's the word, descriptions of, like, North and South Dakota, it's very kind of more of a barren landscape, you know, very cold, yeah. very tundra-ish, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, I don't know. I've never been there, so I've, I can't say. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've always imagined it being more of, like... Brown and rocky and... Yeah. Green or lush. Yeah, that. Like, like big open fields and... That's where... Is it South Dakota where the Mount Rushmore is? I think so. So, I mean, it's got mountain ranges, but I've always imagined it being, like, not this, like, green and lush. Yeah. (laughs) If you know what I mean. (laughs) Okay, so, um, did I skip something again? Um, so Sam... Sam yeah. finds a chest with a hunting knife inside and collects it. And he does it very subtly, so no one can see him do it. <laughs> I don't think he does it subtly. He just kind of isn't like, hey, I found a knife. You know, also, Ava's the only one in the room. And she's not looking at him. Yeah. Uh. Um, so he turns <laughs> around and Ava's rubbing her temples as though she's in pain. He asks if she's okay. She says she's a little dizzy. Um... <laughs> he asks if it's another vision she says she's just freaked out and hungry she's like no I think I just need to eat <laughs> like low blood sugar bud <laughs> um, Andy says that he's found something he's found two bags of salt um, at that moment Sam notices that Lily is missing and so I think they're like calling her name don't they yeah they Sam's like hang on where's Lis- Lily and then um they start calling her name, and that's when they hear laughing. Yeah, they hear the little girl the, laughing like, the, again. The little girl laughing. Um, they go outside and they Fucking find her. creepy, man. Yeah. <laughs> they find her, uh, Lily, dead and hanging from the windmill. Yes. Because, of, of course, the first one to die is the lesbian. <laughs> Yay for Always. 2000s television. <laughs> first, we had a, an unnamed off-screen lesbian death, <laughs> and now we have a named on-screen lesbian death. In the same episode. Because <laughs> our girlfriend also died. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, for 2007. <laughs> um, so Ava's freaking out. 
she and Andy want to go, but Sam realizes that Lily was trying to escape and that the demon is not going to let them leave that easily. So yeah. they have to stay and gear up for the next attack. I love this because it, it's in this moment that, like, Jake and Sam kind of, like, come together a little bit and are like, uh, uh, no, bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, and have to be the voices of reason. Um, I like Jake. Jake's cool. <laughs> At least right now. For Jake's this moment, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, Sam is walking alongside Andy and tells him how much he wishes he could get in touch with Dean because they could use his help. Um, Andy kind of has a realization that that might be a possibility <clears throat> since he's been practicing with his powers and asks if he has anything that Dean has touched. And Sam hands him a receipt bearing <laughs> Dean's fake signature, which is D. Hasselhoff. <laughs> I love it. I love I it. Andy like is like laughing about that. He's like, he's like, why is D. This Hasselhoff signature? Okay. <laughs> Sam's like, it's a long story. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you later. Um, back it's at called... the roadhouse, what? It's called Dean doesn't have a single piece of real identification. <laughs> <laughs> he's wanted by the police, so he's wanted by the FBI. Yeah, FBI. <laughs> Not just the police. <laughs> Um, back at the roadhouse, Dean and Bobby return to the Impala. Um, they have no idea where Ellen is, or if she's still alive, what Ash knew, or where Sam is. Um, at that moment, Dean has a migraine and starts losing balance, and he has a vision where he can see Sam and a large bell with an oak tree engraved in it. This is such an interesting moment. Like, even though, like, I know it's Andy, and some probably explained to Dean later that, like, Andy did this, you know? Like, in this moment, though, for Dean, like, what is going through his head? Like, <laughs> like do I have powers too now? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, no, I'm not psychic. Like, he's never had any inclination towards any psychic abilities. So suddenly he's having what seems like a vision especially from the outside based off of like what they know about sam's visions which is like the whole headache and stuff yeah i love it that he says to bobby that it was about as fun as getting kicked in the jewels <laughs> so fun <laughs> so apparently uh, both, uh dean also knows the bell and knows where that's at and then he well dean describes the bell is. dean describes the bell to bobby um, is it who's bobby like, that knows where it's at yeah. Okay. Um, cause Dean's like, I saw Sam and I saw this this old bell, and Bobby is a fucking genius apparently, or a mind reader, and he's like, did it have an oak tree on it? Like, <laughs> okay. Bobby. Why is that the first one that came to your head? Well, maybe it was the Liberty Bell. I don't know. <laughs> but Dean's like, yeah. How did you know? And Bobby's like, I know where Sam is. I guess it's probably uh, this an is where we go. Place for. Uh, hunters I guess for a hunter, yeah. Haunted town, you know? Yeah, but I just I just think it's funny because there's so many, like, historic bells throughout the country. Why is Cold Oak the first... Excuse me. Why is Cold Oak the first one Bobby thought of? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so we cut back to Cold Oak where Sam and Jake are making iron weapons from some old farm equipment. Uh, and I love this scene with Jake. Um... 
they we Jake opens up to Sam a little bit and we learn that his ability started with like he was getting headaches but then after he witnessed a man flip a truck on a bad road uh, and get pinned underneath it he was able to lift it off him like it was nothing um, and everybody thought it was just like a fluke adrenaline thing like I think we've all heard stories of like mothers being able to lift cars to save their children and stuff like so everybody kind of brushed it off as that but then he discovered that he could bench press 800 pounds <laughs> With no warm up, like no build to it, nothing. Like, and Jake is like, like he's tall. I think he's a little shorter than Sam, but he's not like, as far as you can tell, with like his fatigues and stuff, he's not like a really like big muscular guy. Like he's not the Rock. He's just a kind of normal looking dude. Yeah. Who can bench press eight hundred pounds. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, but Jake, uh. Thanks, Sam, for being the voice of calm and reason for everybody. Um, he, he recognizes that Sam is very afraid uh, and working really hard to keep all of that under wraps. Um, and Sam tells Jake that, um, that he is basically drawing on what he's seen his own brother doing. That Dean always stays calm um, and like tries to like keep things level. Um, and he says he'll watch over Sam and everything's going to be okay. Um, and Sam admits that he doesn't know if he believes it this time. Um, he says something really big and bad is coming and he doesn't know if they're going to make it. And Jake's like, well, it doesn't matter what you and I believe. It only matters that Andy and Ava believe we're going to be okay. Um, and I just love this scene because, um, like we get this bit of like what's core to Jake's character and what's important to him. We also see that they're they're both very good natural leaders. They're willing to make the tough choices for the team. Um, they can keep a brave face under pressure. And we don't often get to see Sam's leadership abilities. Um, we kind of will get to in later seasons a little. But when he's around Dean, just because of like the natural dynamic that they've had their whole lives, Dean tends to take the lead and Sam tends to defer to his brother's authority. And like they still work well as a team and like listen to each other's input and stuff and like Dean is like like Sa Dean will defer to Sam and you know when necessary, but there is this natural like Dean is in charge thing that they just do without even thinking. Um like when they're like sneaking into a building usually dean goes first yeah <laughs> you know it's just uh, like dean's and like natural. dean will be the one to like signal for like okay i'm i'm gonna go this way you go this way like stuff like that I mean, it's like ingrained in dean to protect sam you know and yeah he's kind of automatically kept doing that his whole life yeah like and sam i think it's up. it's it's the protect sam thing but i am also i I'm pretty sure that John probably, like, ingrained this, like, follow your big brother mentality into Sam to keep him safe, and now it's just second nature. Like, <laughs> even though Sam is an extremely capable hunter, he's, I think, at some point in the show, Dean says he's, like, the best tracker around, he's, um, the only one who's a better shot than Sam is Dean, like, yeah. <laughs> they're... They, he's extremely capable, and when we get him on his own, we see that. We can we see how capable Sam is and how he can take charge and make tough choices and be the brave face. Um, but it, it just makes an interesting contrast for when the boys are together and how easily Sam fits into the, like, second-in-command role, kind of, and lets yeah. Dean take the lead. Just because it's 
what he's probably been trained to do from a very young age <laughs> to follow his brother's instructions. So I just think it's so interesting, and I love that we get this. It's a that's a I don't always like it when they're separated because I love the dynamic of the boys together and working as a team. But it is fun when they get separated and have to work with other people, and we see other facets of them. I always enjoy it. Um, we cut to a bit later. Sam and Ava are like lining the doors and windows with salt. Um, Ava jokingly tells Sam that her horoscope told her not to get out of bed. Your horoscope five months ago, Ava, Ava, just, just so you're aware. Um, <laughs> she asks what they did to deserve this. And he says that they're just lucky. And then she's like, well, uh, like bad luck or no luck at all is, I don't remember the exact quote, but something like that. I wonder if I could find it. Nope. The wiki doesn't have it saved. Okay. Um, but, uh, she says she can't wait for this to be over so she can just pretend it never happened and, like, go back home and, like, cuddle on the couch with her fiancé and, like, watch shitty TV. Uh, and this is where <laughs> Sam comes out with the truth, which is that, um, when the demons took Ava, um, Brady was killed. Um, and then he comforts her while she cries. So, and this is the part where I was, where I'm like, did you she know already and was faking it? Yeah, and I don't think... She's really good at faking stuff this episode. Yeah, she's excellent at faking stuff. So, like, we'll probably never know if this, like, emotion that she shows here is real or not. Um, I remember I was wondering that, too. It's an interesting thought. So, we cut to even later. It's now nighttime. Everybody's kind of settled down a bit. They're all sitting around. Um, Andy is passed out on the table. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like he drank too much. Except he hasn't had anything to drink. Um, Sam, or Jake's standing by the door, and Sam is over in the corner trying to stay awake. Um, and he closes his eyes for a second. I love the way they do this, because they do this a couple times when we're, like, go into, like, a boy, one of the boy's dreams, where nothing happens. Like, they just, like, blink and they're in the dream world. Yeah. Um, there's a, a season four episode, I think, where they do this. Um, maybe it's not season four. Maybe, I don't remember. There's a, season three or four, and it, like, starts raining upside down, and that's how they realize they're in, like, dream world. <laughs> it's because it's, the rain is going up instead of down. That's um, but other than that, like, they, like, they, they're still awake. It still looks like they're awake. And so they, they do the same thing here. It's, I love when TV shows do this, when you, like, don't realize they're in a dream at first. Because um, Sam closes his eyes for a second and opens them to find the yellow-eyed demon standing in the doorway. Um, and he yells for at Jake that the demon's right behind him, but Jake is completely oblivious, and this is where Sam realizes that he's dreaming. And the demon invites Sam to take a walk. Uh, Frederick... I think you say his last name Leahy. I've net or Lane, something like that. Um, let me Lane. I think it's pronounced Lane. Uh, he is him and Jeffrey Dean Morgan are constantly in battle for my favorite <laughs> Yellow Eyes actor. Yeah, they're so good. Oh my gosh, they're so good. There's something about the way that that Frederick like does his inflections. Um, like there's a line at the beginning of the next episode uh that is one of my favorites in like the whole show it never fails to make me laugh the way he says it. it's so funny 
but I just love him. Um, so they, they go outside. <laughs> I guess Sam's like, well, he's probably not going to kill me in the dream. And I can't kill him in the dream. So I guess I should try and, like, learn as much as I can from him. Like, I, I'm guessing that's probably some of Sam's thought process. We don't really get to see any of that. But I love, the demon says that Sam's being very quiet. <laughs> I love how, like, that dynamic with Yellow Eyes, he kind of acts like he's sam's dad in a way like he has this very fatherly a bit he's very fond of sam yeah father very fond of sam father but still like this fatherly like (laughs) tone that the way that he's speaking with him you know yeah um but also the demon is very comfortable he he knows sam can't do anything to him uh he's like he is in full control of the situation um so, like, when Sam says, I'm gonna tear you to shreds, the demon's like, when you wake up, you can give it your best shot. <laughs> like, have fun with that, buddy. <laughs> uh, but the demon reveals that Sam and the others are in a competition to prove who is the strongest. And I was right. That, like, the earlier encounters with special children they had were weeding out the weakest. And so now only the strongest are here at this location. Like, I think I, I think we talked about this way back in Nightmare and probably in Simon Says when Sam encounters other children and interacts directly with them, like, via, like, comes across him via his visions. Like, I think I probably talked about this and I didn't remember that it's actually, like, pretty much confirmed is that those encounters were yellow eyes specifically... Like weeding out Sam and against these other yeah testing these other special children and weeding out the weakest links because he says he's like all of everybody who's died already they just they didn't make the cut um and only one of them is gonna survive this it's, it's hunger games before hunger games <laughs> <laughs> happened um, and he's rooting for Sam uh, Sam's his favorite <laughs> yep, but he real he lear- he uh reveals that the surviving like special kid is going to be his general basically in this upcoming war. Um so for an army that he's assembling and he is looking for the best and the brightest and Sam is his favorite. Yeah. Partially because of Sam's upbringing. Um cuz Sam isn't a like a stoner or um, a secretary from Peoria, I think, is how Ava describes herself when we first meet her. Like, Sam is a hunter. He he is a killer, basically, you know? Yeah. Like, and he's a natural leader, as we have witnessed already in this episode. Um, Sam is like, why the fuck would I lead your army? You ruined my life. <laughs> is a very good point uh, he says the demon has killed almost everyone he loves and the demon's like it's just cost of doing business um, he had to get Jessica out of the way to keep Sam focused because Sam was all set to marry her um, uh, and uh, Sam's like what about my mom and the demon's like that was just bad luck it, it wasn't about you, or it wasn't about her, it was about you, and I am in a charitable, charitable mood, so I'm going to show you what happened. And this is where we get the big reveal. The big, big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> the demon takes Sam into uh, a replay of the past to the scene of Mary's death. Um, 
it's the same thing, just from a slightly different angle. Well, not a slightly different angle. The, the opposite angle, basically. As Mary comes in, she thinks John is standing by Sam's crib and leaves again. And then Sam watches in absolute horror as this past demon cuts himself to drip blood into baby Sam's mouth. Um, I think the doom, I think Yellow Eyes says something like sweeter than mother's milk or better than mother's milk, which is <coughs> gag me. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. Um, Sam asks if this means he has demon blood in him, and Yellow Eyes doesn't answer because this is when uh, Mary, well, he doesn't answer in general, but Mary rushes back into the nursery. The demon turns around, revealing his eyes, and we get something we didn't see in the pilot, which is that Mary gasps and says, It's you. Uh, and now we know. That Mary knows that... more than we thought she knew. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is our first glimpse that Mary isn't the perfect angel mother that John and Dean have, like, framed her in their minds to be. You mean Sam like, and Dean? No, John. John. Like, John. Um, I specifically said John. Oh. Because all of Dean's... Like, Dean has these vague memories, and then they're compounded upon by John. John's, like, stories. I think there's a... Oh, I can't remember. Doesn't John know? I don't about remember her what past, episode though? it is. Sorry, what? Doesn't John know about her past though? No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> he I mean, I don't know about her past either, but <laughs> um, there is a. I cannot remember what episode it is. I think it's in episode five. Or Dean says something like, um, there that something about Mary and John's marriage only being perfect after she died, which implies that like john like the only way he ever remembered mary to the boys was as this perfect wife perfect mother like ideal uh like feminine angel figure in their life and so that's the way she's been presented to the to the to sam and dean um and that's really how dean sees her too and sam just that's all he's ever gotten as well and this is our first glimpse and our first clue that there is more to Mary and her story than uh, the boys even realize, or that, and more than John ever knew. So, which is very exciting. I love Mary Winchester. <laughs> just, just a fun fact for y'all out there. I am a Mary Winchester stan. I adore her. She's great. <laughs> um... But so the the re this like replay goes on. Mary gets shoved against the wall and is starting to move up towards the ceiling. The demon says, "You won't want to see the rest of this," and ends the dream. Um, and Sam wakes up to Jake shaking him, panicking because Ava is missing. Um, so Sam and Jake head outside. They split up to find her, but as they head on their ways, um, we see but they don't see Ava, looking like lurking behind a nearby building. Um. Back inside the house, Andy is kind of walking around, uh, and he, <laughs> he like, looks into this room, very carefully steps over a salt line, turns away, looks back, there she is. It's like, she just appears. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> and Andy is surprisingly calm about this. I guess he's probably just thinking, well, maybe I'm still a little bit high. Probably. <laughs> I didn't see her, but, um, we've, uh... He, he's like, oh, we were looking for you. Did you hear us calling? Um, and we see her very pointedly 
drag two fingers through the line of salt on the windowsill. Uh, she says that, yeah, she did. Um, and then she turns to Andy, puts her hands on her temples like she has a headache, and black demon smoke appears outside the window. It seeps through the crack, through the little tiny gap in the salt that she's created, um, and manifests into the Akiri that threatened, that, that Jake encountered earlier, uh, and attacks Andy and kills him. Poor Andy. Andy. <laughs> this poor dude. Also, I love Andy. Andy's great. This is a shock in both ways because we've always seen Ava as the protagonist. You know, we've got to know her and already. She's a as... well, as like as this like sweet little innocent. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't call her the protagonist, but she's definitely. We've seen her as like a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, it's definitely a shock. This is like a huge, like, flip the switch. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then Ava just screams uh, and turns on the tears. The guys come running in, or Sam comes running in specifically. He sees Andy's body and asks what happens. He's like, where the hell were you? And it's like, I just, I just, or Ava's like, I just went to get a drink from the well. I came back and I found him like this. Uh, but Sam is not that dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is too smart for this. Uh, he sees the very deliberate break in the line of salt. Uh, he knows that Andy would not have done it. Uh, for starters, Andy is... <laughs> He's, he was a bit of a wimp. He's an adorable wimp, but he was... Like, he, there's no way that he would purposely break a salt line. Um, and now all the pieces are falling in place. Uh, she's been gone for five months. She's the only one who has time unaccounted for. Um, and he, he's, he's like, you can control demons. Um, and he points out that the last time she got a sudden headache, which we saw, and she passed it off as being dizzy and needing a sandwich, was exactly when the demon killed Lily. So, fun. <laughs> uh, I love this because Ava's like, like really milking it, like really going for it, trying to get Sam convinced, and then he's like, like it becomes clear that he is not falling for her shit, and she just like wipes her eyes and flicks <laughs> the tears off, and is like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, just comes out with it all. Yeah. Um, we learned that she's been in Cold Oak this entire time, this whole five months. Um, I don't know what she's been eating, but... <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> what has she been surviving? <laughs> yeah. So she says that more and more uh, children, like her and Sam, have appeared, usually three or four at a time, and she is the undefeated heavyweight champion. Um, Sam's like, how could you do that? And she's like, well, I really had no choice. Like, it's a, it was kill or be killed. And she's like, after a while, it was even fun. Uh, after she started stopped fighting... Um, who they are um she's like it is amazing the switches that flip in your brain the learning curve is just so fast if sam would just quit his hand ringing and open himself up to it he'd realize all of the crazy things he's capable of um and she tries to summon a demon again to attack sam but luckily jake has great timing um and he he arrives just in time to break her neck from behind uh, and kill her. The and the demon dissipates because I guess now that she's not controlling it, it's, it's like 
bye. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Uh, We cut to Dean and Bobby um, reaching the end of the road and the rest of the way, the the west, the blah, blah, blah. struggling the rest of the way is on foot so they grab their weapons from the trunk and head out um back like in the town sam and jake are outside they start walking towards the woods and sam says that since ava was controlling the demons they should be able to make it out of town now she's she's dead there's nothing stopping them um jake is like yeah no i don't think so the demon came to me in a vision and told me that only one of us is getting out of this alive and i like you sam um, but it makes no sense to get us both killed. Uh, he is, he is prepared to do the, to make the hard choice, basically. Uh, and this is where their leadership skills come into conflict, because Sam is a save everybody I can kind of guy, and Jake is a the ends justify the means kind of guy. <laughs> um, he thinks that of the two of them, he can get close to the demon and kill it. Jake! Jake, my friend, um, you didn't know demons existed until today. <laughs> Sam's dad spent his whole life trying to find a way to kill this demon. What makes you think that you can? I mean, he like, has no idea about he, he, the supernatural. He has no idea about hunting, but he probably is like, hey, I'm the soldier of this group. He's I like, probably look, have the most experience. He's... I like guess, yeah, things. he's like, he's like, well, I can bench press 800 pounds. I can kill a demon. I'm yeah. s- no, Sam's dad spent his whole life searching for a very specific gun because it's the only thing that can kill the demon. What makes you think that you can kill it with your bare hands? Uh, like, buddy, you have no clue what you're doing. He's like, well, Sam told me that iron and salt keep demons out. <laughs> like, uh, you, but... <laughs> You have no idea what you're walking into. Which becomes abundantly clear <laughs> in the next episode. Um, For now, though, Sam is like, no, we can kill, like, if we go together, we could kill the demon. We both live. Um, And he's like, look, I'll put my knife down uh, as, like, a gesture of trust. He's like, I, I don't want to fight you. And Jake's like, oh, okay. And he puts down this iron rod that he's been carrying um, and Sam asks Dean not to play, or Sam asks Jake, sorry, where did I get Dean from? That's not even in that paragraph. <laughs> it's not even on my screen at the moment. Good lord. Sam asks Jake not to play into what the demon wants, which is for one of them to kill the other. Um, Jake, uh, this is when Jake puts his rod down, uh, and then punches Sam and sends him flying. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot that Sam just gets launched <laughs> like a freaking catapult. He just goes, wee. I think he crashes through like a fence. Um, that had to fucking hurt. <laughs> but this is still early season Sam. He's much tougher than later seasons. Um, Sa- uh, Jake walks over to where Sam is landed. He tries to hit Sam again. Um, Sam manages to like catch him like catch the punch with a kick i don't really know i don't understand the logistics of what happens here but they like fight uh jake punches sam's right shoulder and there is a disgusting sound did you catch this uh, <laughs> when jake punches sam in the shoulder and it like crunches and i was like I didn't oh catch boy that. <laughs> uh, it makes me think of that scene in 
the 2012 Les Mis movie when oh, oh no, yeah. Javert, Babe knows exactly what I'm talking about. This is a spoiler for Les Mis, <laughs> but when Javert jumps off the bridge and in the movie, in the 2012 movie, he hits the, he hits like a concrete wall at the bottom and you hear his spine break oh, yeah. and it is the most awful noise <laughs> I have ever heard. I will never recover from it, <laughs> but that's what this sound reminds me of. <laughs> it's bad. Um... But Sam, like, he gets knocked down, but then he manages to dodge one of Jake's punches, and Jake, like, punches, I think it's into, like, a like a, a water trough or something, like a wooden one. He, like, gets his hands stuck in a board long enough for Sam to, like, land a few blows, and he, he hits Jake back through the fence, um, back near where they dropped their weapons originally. We get a very pointed shot of, like, the knife in the mud to establish, like, here's the knife. Um, and then he knocks Jake out with a strike of the cast or the the iron rod that they've been using. Um, Please don't say iron I, rod. So... Again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I just had flashbacks. Making... <laughs> to what? <laughs> uh, Ex Mormonism. <laughs> oh. Yeah, thanks. That's exactly what's in my head. Right sorry. <laughs> Yay for religious drama. Yay. So fun. Oh my gosh. It's so interesting though for this scene because it's very clear that Jake is like very reliant on his strength to fight Sam. He's like, I'm clearly the more capable fighter here. Like, I'm a soldier. I'm super strong, and he has. I don't think he knows anything about Sam really. Um, like, did Sam explain at all that, that he's been hunting monsters his whole life? Like, because Sam is a very capable fighter. Like, they, they're, they, I don't know exactly, like, what techniques they use. I think it's kind of a mix. I have no knowledge of, like, hand-to-hand combat. They're mostly just <laughs> scrappy and smart and clearly have a lot of practice. Like, they're very aware of their own bodies and how to, like how to just uh, how to just fight people hand to hand so <laughs> which gave Sam a, an upper a bit of an edge is that he's very he's very smart on his feet like that um Sam has this opportunity now to kill Jake or not and he is a big softy and decides not to uh and he drops the rod and this is where Dean and Bobby arrive. He, we hear Dean calling Sam's name. Um, Sam turns to see them running down the street. And he, he calls back out to Dean. Um, he's very clearly hurting big time. He's, like, holding his arm because his, his, like, right shoulder's all fucked up because Jake punched him. Um, and he's limping. And but we see behind him, we see Jake's hand grab the knife. Um, Dean... We don't see Jake stand up, we just see him grab the knife, and then Dean shouts and tries to warn Sam right before Jake runs up and stabs Sam in the spine. Um, he does this, like, twist thing that doesn't sound good. Um, and this is the scene where I cry every goddamn time. <laughs> it gets me. Ugh. It's, it's so good, and it hurts so bad. 
because Sam falls to his knees. Dean uh, also falls to his knees in front of Sam, catching him. And Sam is just limp already. He's he's just totally limp. Um, we see we get a shot of Bobby running after Jake. Um, Bobby, my man, you are holding a gun. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> just shoot him. Just shoot him in the back. I know it's like probably not honorable to shoot a guy in the back, but like do just just do it. Um, granted, the gun's probably armed with rock salt, but <laughs> yeah, um, that might be true. And Sam. Or Dean is talking to Sam, and this oh my god, because he says uh, like I'm I'm not gonna read all of it because he says the same thing a lot of times. But some of the one of the bits that like always sticks out to me is he says it's not even that bad, um, and he's like it's not even that bad. Uh, we're gonna patch you up. You'll be good as new. And then uh, he says um, I'm gonna take care of you. That's my job, right? Watch out for my pain in the ass, little brother. Um, and he's in denial. I just love this scene. I can't even do it justice with how good it is and, like, how powerful the emotion is in this moment. Just all the pure panic on Dean's face as as the reality of what's happening sets in and he realizes that he's failed in the one job that he's always had. Like, that the one the one thing that he's always been like this is a thing I can do this is a thing I can focus on it's the, it keeps him going and he's failed and it hurts <laughs> it hurts so bad oh my gosh the, like the, the, the way the camera pans up like we get this overhead shot of Dean holding Sam and then it cuts back in tight to his face and he just yells Sam's name so sad and we, Full circle, right back to the beginning of the episode when he was yelling Sam's name at the diner in the rain. Like, here we are, once again, in the rain, and Sam is gone. And it's so fucking sad. It's so sad. Uh, I love this show, and I also hate this show. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? I definitely... Oh, I cried last night. I 100% cried. I honestly kind of needed a good cry, so, so like, it, it was nice. <laughs> it was therapeutic. <laughs> Good cry is always necessary every once in a while. Yeah, sometimes you just need something to just knock the emotions loose a bit, you know. Yeah, and this never fails. Oh my god, it's such a good scene. It's such a good episode. I fucking love this episode. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, I don't even remember what happens next episode. I remember parts <laughs> of it, but you remember probably the important detail, which is that Sam is not dead for very long. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. You forgot about that? <laughs> I thought he was dead most of the episode. No, he's not. Yeah, that's right, he isn't. Uh. Yeah. As of recording this at the moment, neither of us have actually watched the second episode. Oh, you haven't either? <laughs> no, I was going to, and then I didn't. I was like, I'll just watch it tonight, but now it's 2 a.m. So it's probably not... We can watch mm. it together no, tomorrow. No, I'll, I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, we can watch it together tomorrow. We'll probably do that. Yeah. But I, I'm excited to talk about episode 22 it's good it's one. a good one it's a fucking emotional roller coaster oh my god i'm gonna make a note for next for tomorrow to talk about how 22 would have made a great season three episode one because <laughs> i this one would have been a great season finale 
and the next one would have been a great uh, absolutely season opener <laughs> yeah this would have been a heart-wrenching season finale oh my god can you imagine <laughs> ending season two on that note with sam and dean kneeling in the mud you know dean cradling sam's body like yeah oh my god and that would that, have been a bomb season opener to the next oh, one. Oh, in hindsight, in hindsight, oh my god, that that would have been like a season one level cliffhanger. Because season one, we end with, um, it's my favorite. We we end with the the shot of the Impala, like smoking where it got hit by the truck, you know. Yeah. And and Bad Moon Rising playing, and like. Like that level of cliffhanger, yeah. For season two, with Sam Dean holding Sam's dead body, like, oh my god, I would have died. I would have died. And then you followed up with the end of season three, like <laughs> season three just mirrors it back, yeah. Like, it would have oh. worked good. <laughs> it would have been so good, man. I wish I could go back in time and tell the writers to 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 switch it up just a tiny bit, just, just you- one episode. You know you would have a guaranteed like big audience that's gonna tune in for oh, season yeah. three to find out what oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, next season, like <laughs> everybody wants to know what happened because you just killed the main character. Yeah, you just it would be the first like, of many times. <laughs> it's uh, that's true, but it would be like Luke dying. <laughs> yeah, at the end of like I don't I can't even remember the. Star Wars movies now they just melted out of my brain, <laughs> like, like Luke dying in the the Death Star explosion or something. Yeah. Like you think he's dead. Like it would be like that, leaving people with with that. You just killed the main character. Like how how are you gonna come back from that? And obviously Dean fixes it in like the very beginning of next episode, but still, like that that cliffhanger for like a whole summer break. Oh my god, people yeah. would have lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> that would have been intense. <laughs> the fan fiction that would have come out of that? Oh, incredible. I'm sure some people would have thought of Dean selling his soul. They would have been like, oh, Dean goes sells his soul. There you go. He does like, what John does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, but, oh, can you I can you just imagine if season 20, or if episode 21 had been the finale and 22 yeah. had been the season premiere it would have been quite the oh finale oh my god people would have lost their goddamn minds <laughs> we're geniuses <laughs> we should be writing this why show. did the writers not think of this <laughs> yeah exactly there's been there's so many times over the years where i've been like i could why am i not writing this fucking show <laughs> like just let me go write this show i can do it better sometimes <laughs> like yeah oh my god but all right that is where we're going to leave off for tonight uh and we will talk to you guys tomorrow because we, we will be back for the second half of this episode. <laughs> yes. Because we need sleep. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Carry on my son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no
Okay, let's do the thing. Yay. This is me. <laughs> we don't have to do that. I know. We're not doing that. We did it yesterday. I know. <laughs> and I mixed it up yesterday. I did. did I catch you off guard when I did that? What do you mean? <laughs> when I mixed it up and said stuff, I went off script a little bit. What did you do? I didn't even notice. She didn't even listen. Never. <laughs> she it confuses her when I say you're listening to instead of this oh. is. But when I go completely off script halfway through, she doesn't notice. What did you do? <laughs> I talked about how this is probably going to be our longest episode. Like, oh yeah, definitely our longest that. one so far, if not our longest one ever, you know? So, <laughs> but it didn't throw you off. Apparently not. Apparently not. But if I say you're listening to instead, she's she's lost. She's totally lost. And she has to draw attention to it immediately. <laughs> it just throws me off. I don't know why. She's so cute. Alrighty. Oh... 222 gets off to an emotional start. <laughs> this is first, where we actually have carry on my way. This is our first, the first official, not official, the first ever use of carry on wayward son within the show. Really? For the, I thought yep. they used it in season one. They didn't. I don't remember what the season one song opener was. Uh, For the canon. season finale, I mean. Devil's Drop. The Road So Far to Recap music for season one was Fight the Good Fight by Triumph. Except on Netflix, it's Won't Fall Down by Steve Fister. <laughs> I used Bad Moon Rising because that is clearly the superior song in that episode. But this week, or this for this episode, we get our first ever use of Carry On Wayward Son by Kansas. Um, and from this point on, I think I, I mentioned this. <laughs> They've already listened to it, babe. You don't need to sing it for them. <laughs> I think I've already mentioned this, but they will use this as the recap or the Road So Far song for every season finale from this point forward, except for season 15. It is not the recap song for 1520. Um, oh, what do they use? I don't remember. <laughs> We'll find out when we get there, because I don't... Nope, no clue. 20 years from now. I've erased <laughs> what, it from my brain. We <laughs> We're going to be in season five by the end of the year if we keep our schedule. We'll be ten more it, to go after that. We'll be at least see through... That's a third of the way. That's true. <laughs> I've been, All right. We're in this for the long haul. Yep. You're stuck with me. <laughs> Good thing we're dating. Yeah. Um... But so our recap, we get the cult. This is our first mention of the cult in a while. Um, I just said that like the cult, like the, the like a, a cult following. <laughs> the no, cult? the cult, the gun is in Samuel Colt, the cult revolver. Um, we get a uh, recap about the demon, crossroads, and then what happened last at the end of last episode with Sam uh, dying. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Yep. And we open on Sam, Sam's dead body, laying on a bed. We were watching this, and I literally turned to Haley and went, see? The prettiest corpse. <laughs> Made her laugh. I like making her laugh. Um, Dean is um, just standing in the doorway, just, like, staring, because he clearly doesn't know what to do. Bobby arrives with food. He tries to get Dean to eat. Um, Dean's like, I'm he's not having any of it uh bobby is like i know you don't want to hear this but don't you think it's about time we bury sam and 
holy shit, the look on Dean's face after Bobby suggests that. It is murderous. It is, like, you think he just suggested <coughs> that they kill Sam again or something. Like, Dean, my dude, take a deep breath. <laughs> no, Dean is at the end of his rope. Um, Dean is extremely angry. Bobby's like, listen, like, like, you can't just, just back out on this. Like, there's big shit going down. We need your help. The world is, like, the world could end. And Dean says, then let it end. Um, and this is, he, he basically says, he says a bunch of stuff, but it all sums up to basically, you don't think I've given enough. Like, has Dean sacrificed enough? This, this is it. This is all he has left to give. Was All he had left was his little brother, and now Sam's gone. And he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have the will to do anything except just <laughs> find some way to fix this. Um, but this this called right back to, to um, episode 20 when Dean has his speech in the graveyard where he says, um, like... Why do we have to sacrifice everything, Dad? Like, Mom doesn't get to live her life. Sam's never gonna get married. Like, why is it us? Um, this is something that's been weighing on Dean for a little while, and now it is hitting ahead, and he is not doing well. <laughs> um, Dean tells Bobby to leave, um, and Bobby eventually does, and this is where we get our splash screen. Um, and we come back in. Gotta unzip my jacket. Maybe. <laughs> Just wearing a t-shirt underneath. It says, "Stay home, watch Hollywood." What <laughs> 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 sound you made? <laughs> what? That was just so funny. It's so cute. I love you. <laughs> it's less layers. <laughs> Okay, so we open in, after the, the splash screen, <laughs> we open it up on Jake. Um, he is, he's camping Joel. out. <laughs> if I ever see that cheeky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's not on today, the Taylor Swift side of TikTok is not going to understand that. <laughs> um, Jake has found clothes somewhere because he's not in his camo anymore, but okay. Um, and they do the dream thing again, where he, like, is trying to stay awake, and then he, like, closes his eyes and jerks, and he's in his dream. And Yellow Eyes has arrived. Uh, he congratulates Jake on being the last man standing. He's like, you weren't who I was rooting for, but good job. <laughs> Guess I'm dealing with this. <laughs> he, he insults Jake at least once. He's like a genius. A real genius. <laughs> <laughs> what is in my pocket? Is this a chip crumb? <laughs> What the fuck? As long as it's not a tooth. <laughs> no. <laughs> it could look like a tooth for a second. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure it's just like a chip crumb. Okay. Deleting that. <laughs> it's a fry. <laughs> it's it's fry. the end of a fry, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Which doesn't surprise me. <laughs> because we both like fries. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I do like fries. <laughs> my baby has the 
Special spot for fries. A special soft spot for fries. It's called my dummy. <laughs> I also have the same sauce. I think, I think I'm getting a little loopy. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, um, yellow eyes. It all kind of comes out. The yellow eyes has plans for Jake. Um, Jake threatens to kill him. <laughs> He's like, when I wake I'm up, I'm going to hunt you down and kill you. And I was literally sitting there on the couch going, Jake, you are so fucking stupid. You have He has no clue what he is dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> All he's got. Yeah. Like, literally, Sam's dad hunted for this one demon for 23 years and never found or killed the thing until the very end. To be fair, he and doesn't he failed. know that. <laughs> like, and Jake, that's true. I don't think Jake knows this. And But Jake has the balls to be like, nah, I can hunt and kill this thing. Like, dude, you're just strong. You don't have... <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, not that's not it, but that's all he's got at this moment. Um, but the demon threatens Jake's family, basically, and so Jake is like, well, he has no other options. Um, we get back to whatever little abandoned building Sam and or Dean and Sam's corpse <laughs> are holed up in, um, and this is where we get uh, a phenomenal piece of acting from Mr. Ackles here. It's so good. Um, I have heard, I think, someone mentioned this in, uh, I don't remember if it was a tweet or if it was in the Discord server today. I saw it today, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that detail. But, so it's like a common thing in acting for actors to, like, imagine, like, somebody, like, a loved one dead, either a loved one who is dead or a loved one who's not dead and, like, imagine them dying in order to stir up emotions for scenes like this. Um, if I remember correctly, and I do not have a source for this, so take this with a grain of salt, if you do have a source for this, please DM us on Twitter <laughs> and I'll add it to the show notes. Um, but that Jensen actually imagined Jared dead. For this scene. They've known each other for two years at this point. <laughs> and he imagined Jared dead. Also, Jared has definitely said during a convention at least once that Jensen made him cry during this monologue. Because oh. that's it's not like a mannequin or something laying there. That's actually Jared. He's just laying on a bed pretending, I mean, I depending, <laughs> pretending to be dead. Doesn't look very um, mannequin-ish. No. <laughs> mannequin-ish. He's just, he's just laying there pretending to be dead. And Jensen is just, just like, don't breathe, don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Jensen is just pouring his soul out in this monologue, which I am going to put right here. You know, when we were little, and you couldn't have been more than five, you just started asking questions. How come we didn't have a mom? Why do we always have to move around? Where'd Dad go? He'd take off for days at a time. I remember I begged you to quit asking, Sammy. Man, you don't want to know. I just wanted you to be a kid. Just for a little while longer. I always tried to protect you. 
Keep you safe. Dad didn't even have to tell me. This is always my responsibility, you know? It's like I had one job. I had one job. And I screwed it up. I blew it. And for that, I'm sorry. I guess that's what I do. You know, I let down the people I love. You know, I let Dad down. And now I guess I'm just supposed to let you down too. How can I? Am I supposed to live with that? What am I supposed to do? start sobbing. <laughs> I love you. Okay. But essentially it sums up to like that protecting Sam has been Dean's number one job for his whole life. Um he says, you know, dad didn't even have to tell me, it's just always been my responsibility. <laughs> no John definitely told you, but I don't think John needed to tell him. Dean was Dean's a good big brother. Um, and he says, it's like I had one job, one job, and I screwed it up. Um, he says, I, I guess that's what I do. I let down the people I love. Um, and then it, he ends on a, what am I supposed to do, Sammy? What am I supposed to do? And this is the moment that I talked to, or talked, talked to, talked about. <laughs> I'm losing it. <laughs> I am losing it. Good Lord. That I talked about at the end of our coverage of 220, about how Dean's mindset, about having lost everything, and now all he has is Sam, and so being put in a world where he didn't have Sam was, like, kind of more than he could handle. Like, he couldn't, he needed, he needs his brother. Um, and after everything he sacrificed over the years, wondering if the losses are worth it, if, if it's worth all the lives they've saved, um... And so this is Dean's, like, he's reached the end of his rope. This is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Uh, he cannot handle it anymore. And I love, I never noticed this before this rewatch, that this kind of, like, you can see this coming. That you're like, Dean has given everything for this stupid job that's not really a job. They don't even get paid. <laughs> they don't get health insurance. <laughs> a really crappy job. No one knows they're even doing it. You know? He's given everything for this, and all he has left is his brother. And so, taking his brother away from him, he's like, well, fuck it. And, like, he literally says to Bobby, he's like, well, then let the world end. Yeah. Like, he, he just is not gonna do it anymore. And it makes his decision make uh, so much more sense. Like, it already made sense. I was like, yeah, like, Dean loves his brother a lot. 
but putting those pieces together this in this watch through and seeing Dean's thought process from why do we have to sacrifice everything to this is all I have left to the one thing I had left is now gone like it's it's fascinating I love I yeah. love it and we don't even see him make the decision um to go we just see the headlights of the Impala turn on the engine turn over and Dean is driving to the nearest crossroads um he buries a box with his picture and all the spell stuff and then waits um waits for the demon eventually she appears I don't remember who this actress is Ona Grauer, I think is how you say it. Ona. Hola. Oh, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's a cute name. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I was say it was bad. Yeah. It's, it's just not say. what I've seen before. <laughs> um, so this, this crossroad demon appears. Dean's like, well, I want to make a deal. He's like, my life for Sam. Uh, she is loving this. She is soaking up all of this delicious angst that is rolling off of Dean Winchester right now. She's thriving on his pain. Um, and he, and she's like, look, I'd love to deal, but I can't. I can't. I can't give you anything. Like, because Dean's like, ten years. Eight years. Five years. Uh, and she's like, no. Can't do it. Bye. <laughs> and then she says something like, you better bury Sam before he starts stinking up the place. And that is, like, the last straw for Dean. He's like, whatever it takes. Like, whatever you'll give me. Um, and she says that she is breaking so many rules, and she'll probably get in trouble, but she can give Dean one year. And she tells Dean that if he even tries to get out of the deal, Sam will die again. He'll just de dead. Um, and Dean accepts it. And he kisses the demon and seals the pact. Um, and the angle of the kiss changes between shots. Because we get two different shots it like there's one where you see them their faces like they're both their faces and then there's one from like over dean's shoulder and then it goes back to the first one and the the one from over dean's shoulder his head is tipped the other direction <laughs> it was like it really stuck out to me this time <laughs> i was like hmm, continuity error but i love the way they edit this though because we get the kiss and then we cut right to Sam waking up. Like, like as soon as the deal has been made, Sam is alive again. Um, and he's obviously alone and extremely confused. <laughs> I would be too. He cut to him uh, trying to look at his back where he was stabbed. He knows that something is wrong. Um, and this is when Dean has arrived. Dean arrives and is, he's like... <laughs> holy fuck it worked like i think there was a little part of dean that was probably worried that the demon hadn't actually brought back sam oh, that, double like crossed they, they double crossed him yeah. yeah so seeing sam up and walking i mean it's a demon and, it's definitely a yeah. valid but concern. actually like crossroads demons like that's their thing they keep their deals they yep. they always keep their deals um when we had a crossroads demon in is it next season or i think it's season four um and that's that's his thing he's he's like no matter what i keep my promises you know um because it's bad for business to go back on your deals <laughs> so we get a brother hug <laughs> have i been tracking these i don't know if i've been tracking these let's find out let me go check my script my what my screenshots what <laughs> spreadsheets 
stuff I'm tracking. I don't think I'm tracking brother hugs. Um, let me see. I'm not. What are, what's that that you're tracking there? This is time Sam has been strangled. <laughs> I feel like I've missed some because I don't have any season two ones. Oops. Um, villain kills. This one, I'm gonna have to. I actually have gone through episode 22. I decided to track that. Uh, I have times the boys are tied up, times Sam is knocked out, um, grave desecrations, and salt and burns. Um, yeah, which I have tracked have through. <laughs> I've tracked through season five on that one. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, I've gotten ahead. Um, I have times that Sam is sexually assaulted. It's fun. <laughs> Uh, I've been tracking Buck Lemming episodes, whether they include sexual assault or racism, and if they do, what are the details of that? <laughs> <laughs> I have sexual assault, it's a plot point, so that's fun. Um, and then I have snow. <laughs> snow. <laughs> I don't- <it's> a, <laughs> Snow. Some of these are very serious, and some of them are not very serious. And by some of them, I mean one specific one. <laughs> one of these is not like the others. But no, I do not have brother hugs on my spreadsheets. All right. <laughs> but we get a brother hug here, and it's a good one. It's a classic one. Um, Sam asks what happened, and Dean lies. He says Sam was stabbed in the back, um, but Bobby passed him up. Um, we kind of learn what Sam remembers, which is he remembers... Dean and Bobby arriving, he remembers walking towards them, and then he remembers, I think he calls it, like, a white hot pain in his back, and, um, like, Dean in front of him, and then nothing. That's all he remembers. Um, and, uh, so Dean lies, he tells Sam that he was, he was injured, but Bobby patched him up. Bobby's a fucking miracle worker, apparently. <laughs> uh, he asks who the kid was, and... Sam says, well, his name is Jake, uh, and he asks if what happened with Jake, and Dean says he got away. Because Bobby can't fucking shoot a gun. Bobby, you, you just shoot him in, he should have just shot him in the back. <laughs> he just chased after him with a shotgun. I don't know why he just shotgun. shot, he didn't just shoot him. Whatever. Um, so. This kind of starts Sam's, like, revenge, um, thing against Jake. A little bit. You can see he's, like. He's mad. He's mad. Yeah, yeah. because He's he pissed. he did the the good thing, and he didn't kill Jake. He gave Jake a chance. He was like, "No, we don't have to both die to get out of here." Or like, one of us doesn't have to die to get out of here. Like, we can both go. And Jake literally stabbed him in the back. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And he's pissed. He's definitely pissed. But he's also really worried about the demon thing too. Very worried. Um, so the boys, Dean's like, uh, let's get some food in you. I'm starving. Um, we cut to them eating the chicken that Bobby brought in earlier, plus a pizza. I think they've eaten most of this pizza. <laughs> I mean, they are two grown men, so they, they could probably eat a, put, a, put a lot away. I know for a fact that Jared could eat a shit ton, like, all on his own. And Dean is like... When it comes to food, Dean is the Jared of Supernatural. So, um, Sam has recounted everything that happened in Cold Oak, um, and his dream about how, yes, obviously gotta give kisses. She's so cute. About how the demon only wants one special kid, but he, um, 
doesn't tell Dean about the demon blood or about how Mary knew who Yellow Eyes uh, Mm -hmm. was. She recognized him, at least. Um, Sam says he doesn't understand why he and Jake are both still alive, because that's two kids. Um, Dean's like, well, Jake left you for dead. Maybe they thought you were dead. Sam's like, okay. He clearly isn't quite sold on this, but he's like, okay, maybe. (laughs) Um, They have to figure out what the demon wants the special like the one special kid for though and stop him uh dean's like buddy (laughs) you just came back from the ted can we slow your roll for a minute here (laughs) he doesn't he keeps trying to convince sam to like rest take care of himself and sam's like no we gotta call the roadhouse um and this is where dean reveals to sam that the roadhouse was burned down that ash had found something um and he he tells sam that bobby's trying to figure out what it was don't know if this is the truth or not. I assume Bobby's pro- that's probably what Bobby's doing. Um, but we never have heard we haven't heard Bobby say that. So yeah. But it's probably a fact. And Sam's like, well, we're gonna go to Bobby's. He's very insistent. Dean is like, can we just can like please just take a break? And Sam's like, nope. <laughs> Gotta save the world. Um, <laughs> so we cut to Bobby's house. Uh, and Bobby is very surprised. He's in shock. <laughs> he is extremely shocked to see Sam. Uh, and Sam's like, thanks for patching me up. And Bobby's like, no problem. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how does Dean expect this to I don't go? Know. He's I don't just know. like, what? <laughs> oh my god. Um, It's very clear that Sam is like, something's going on. Like, there is yeah. something I'm not <sighs> being told here, but he doesn't really have the time to focus on it and, like, get the truth out of him at this moment. Like, there's more important things. Um, so, but Bobby shows them what he has found so far. Um, demonic omens are going crazy. Um, basically everywhere, except for one place, uh, which is a spot in southern Wyoming that is completely clean of demonic omens. Um, like, the demons are surrounding it, but they can't get into this spot. Uh, so Bobby- Demonic? Demonic. demonic omen exactly like um cattle deaths electric storms um there's i don't remember what else i think bobby lists some stuff let me see if it's in the wiki um cattle deaths lightning storms yeah that's all he says <laughs> okay <laughs> but so they're they're everywhere except for this one spot in wyoming so Bobby asks Sam to, like, maybe look for some clues as to, like, why this specific place in Wyoming is so special, and he tells, he asks Dean to go outside and get some books out of the truck with him. Uh, and basically, as soon as they're outside and, like, out of earshot of the house, Bobby just lays into <laughs> Dean. And, oh my god, Dean is, he's keeping it together, but he is doing the, like, walls still up Dean version of breaking down. Like, because <laughs> uh, Bobby is furious. He's like, you made a deal. I know you did. Like, <laughs> uh, I think, let me see. Oh, I don't have the whole bit. But he, he just lays into Dean about this, and he's like... Um, it's like, what is it with you, Winchester? <laughs> yeah, you, your dad, you're just both, you're both just itching to throw yourselves down the pit. 
Um, this is where Dean reveals that he's like, well, you know, Dad, John brought him back. He says, I'm not even supposed to be here. At least this way something good come out can come out of it. Like, my life could mean something. And Bobby's like, I'm gonna fucking, oh my god, I'm gonna strangle this kid. <laughs> well, he talks about, like, do you have that low of an opinion of yourself? Yes, because, he does. Because it's kind of been brought up time and time again that Dean doesn't think he's, like, worthy or a yeah. good person you know we we've we've both like we've definitely mentioned it over the last yeah. over these last both couple seasons and that, Sam struggle yeah with this. but <laughs> for with different dean, reasons I it's, think. yeah yeah for different reasons and dean it's he's very much sam believes that he's just like dirty dirty and unclean his skills and now he because and now he because knows of the demon blood. Yeah. <laughs> whereas Sam, or sorry, Sam believes that he's dirty and unclean, whereas Dean just believes that he's just a, a grunt. He, he, he's just, you know, a piece of white trash. <laughs> like, he's no good. Um, and Bobby's, uh, Bobby is not happy about this. Um, but Dean just begs Sam, or begs Bobby not to tell Sam. He's, he's like, you can't tell him. Um, and Bobby's like, how the fuck do you think Sam's gonna feel when he finds out? Like, how did he ask, he straight up asked Dean, he's like, how did you feel when you realized that your dad sold his soul for you? How the fuck do you think Sam is gonna feel? Like, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, like, you of all people should know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Dean's like, well, he he's my brother. I couldn't just let him die. Which, uh, you could have. Um, not actually. Don't Dean is incapable of this. So, but they get distracted by some noises. The way they snap out of it, like into like hunter security mode, it's kind of terrifying to be quite <laughs> honest with you. The way their heads turn, um, and they sneak along to the source of the sound, and they discover Ellen. Ellen's still alive. Yes. Dean, like, grabs her in a hug. The way he, like, he's still a little bit emotionally vulnerable in this moment, and the way he just tucks his face into her shoulder just breaks my heart. Oh, my God. Like, he just needed that hug. <laughs> he really... He's kind of become, like, a motherly figure to them. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I wouldn't say that she's, like, completely a motherly figure, but she's a, a female presence that he definitely looks up to and, like, has... A strong emotional attachment to her. I guess I'm a literally figure, yeah. But he's... I just... Well, because we haven't really seen her that many times. <laughs> but I think it's also just pure relief that, like... Yeah. Because they thought she was dead. Like, and she's here. She's alive. Also, uh, it's interesting that, like, Joe's not in any of these episodes, and she's not, like, brought up at all either. Because Joe's not... Joe wasn't at the roadhouse. Uh, yeah, I know. You remember? Yeah. But still, like... We learned she, in... She hears the uh, roadhouse burnt down, you think she'd be... <laughs> You coming think. over to be a part of things, but yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe I don't they remember when we see her. Again, maybe they actually. couldn't get Alana for this episode. Is she in the next season? In season three, I think so. I can't remember. I know she's in <laughs> season four. Is she? Okay. I'm not sure about season three. Um, but so we go back inside. Um, Bobby has Ellen take a shot of holy water. Uh, <laughs> she did, she does it. Nothing happens, and she's like, can I have some whiskey now? <laughs> Thanks. Um, Dean asks what happens at the roadhouse, and she's like, I should have, I was supposed to be there. She was supposed to be there. But they ran out of pretzels. And so she went on a supply run. Um, Ash called her, told her to look in the safe. 
but by the time she got back, everything the place was on fire and everyone was dead. Um, and they ask about the safe, and she's like, it's a, a safe that they had in the basement, and the demons didn't get it, and sh- inside it was another map of Wyoming. Um, Bobby had a map, like, of the country, and now she has a map of, like, a close-up map of this specific section of the state that the demons are circling around and can't get into. Uh, we cut to a little later, and Bobby has figured out that these there's five marks on the map, five X's, that they're like, what the fuck are these? And Bobby has figured out that these five marks all... Uh, they are abandoned frontier churches, all built by Samuel Colt. As in, the the, the gun, Samuel Colt. Um, <laughs> he also built private railway lines that connect to each church, and when you draw the lines out on the map, they make a gigantic iron devil strap. As we know, devils can't cross iron, or salt, but iron, like, that they're weak to iron. Um, and in the middle of this devil's trap is an old cowboy cemetery. Um, Dean, smarty pants that he is, suggests that maybe Samuel Colt wasn't trying to keep something out, he was trying to keep something in. Um, Sam asks Bobby if the demons could get inside the trap, and Bobby, Bobby's like, no, like, this thing is fucking powerful. You need, I think he says you'd need an atomic bomb <laughs> to destroy it. Um, no full-blooded demon could get inside this thing. And this is where Sam realizes what the gift, what the yellow eyes wants is one of the special kids for, which is to get inside this devil's trap. Oh, what page are we on? Oh, we're on three or five. We're halfway through. Look at us go. Look yeah. at us go. You want me to take over? Would you like to? Sure. I'm running out of breath a little bit. <laughs> uh, were you on cemetery? Yep. Okay. You want me to? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go for it. Right. <laughs> I didn't actually choke, but I think this one almost went out my nose. <laughs> okay. I made myself laugh. <laughs> okay, so back at the cemetery. Um, well, not back at. I haven't been here yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the details. <laughs> um, at a cemetery... <laughs> Um, Jake drives to the edge of the railroad and he's met by yellow eyes. He's in like a Cadillac. It's like another like old old car. Yeah, he's in a Chevy. (laughs) And it's not as old and pretty as the Impala. Yeah. He probably stole it. Probably. Along with the clothes. (laughs) Um, so the demon tells Jake 15 miles in is a cemetery and a crypt and Jake has to open the crypt because he can't go in there himself. Um, Jake's like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell would I do that for you? Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love this next part. So it's the best! <laughs> so Yellow Eyes hands him the Colt and explains- he pulls it out. Hey, look, this is the only gun that can kill me. Here you go. <laughs> He's like, this is the only gun in the whole universe that can shoot me dead. 
And then Here immediately <laughs> uh, Jake turns the gun on him and he says something like, oh, what a unforeseeable <laughs> something event. I may I may include the um, <laughs> clip, but... Unforeseeable sh- turn of events. <laughs> I'm shocked at this unforeseen turn of events. This is the line that I was talking about in our coverage of last episode. It's so that good. kills me every time. I This, this delivery that he does... <laughs> Is why I love Frederick's portrayal of yellow eyes so much. It's so good. It's just iconic. Oh. Um, So basically, uh, let's see. He basically tells Jake that, like, in this new future world. He's like, well, you can shoot me or I can make your life even better by giving you everything you want. You and your family, like, money and... He says money and honey, health and wealth, I yeah. think. <laughs> They'll be, like, royalty. Yeah. And... Jake gives in. He's very tempted by this and gives in. He, he gives in. Um, I mean, to be fair, like, I guess to, like, to protect his family, like, I understand it, but still. Yeah. Um, so... But you have the gun. <laughs> to shoot the guy. Just Come shoot on. him. Just shoot him. Uh, so later in the cemetery, uh, Jake apparently finally gets 15 miles in. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a long walk. <laughs> I don't know when the... Can like, he not take his car in? I'm assuming the road must continue on for a while, at least. Also, how did he not see the Impala? They must have parked it somewhere else. I don't know. I guess. Um, it's so- not like it's subtle. <laughs> So he walks in amongst the grave towards the crypt, and then you see, like, uh, Dean, Sam, Ellen, and Bobby hiding behind different places. And I think we only see Dean. At we first, see Dean, yeah. like... And then you see all like, of them, kind of... creep around the thing, but then as Jake arrives at the crypt, like, Everyone pops out Sam with guns. reveals himself. <laughs> I don't remember what he says. He says something, and this bomb music picks it, kicks it. It's so good. So good. Oh my god. I love the... The guy who composes for Supernat- who composed so for good. Supernatural. I don't remember his name. I may. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Um. On IMDb. That's what I want. That is what I want. I wonder if I can find the composer. Because I think he's did a lot of Supernatural. Cast and crew. Cast. Christopher Lenertz. Um, he did a lot of composing for Supernatural. If I remember correctly. Um, He's done a lot. <laughs> tons and tons. Ghostbusters? What was that? The ghost, ghost facers. facers. <laughs> yeah. Tons and tons of work. Wait, is that, that Ghost Facers from Supernatural? Yes. Okay. Um, there we go. He, yeah, he's composed music for 218 episodes of the oh, show. Oh, he's been there the whole time, since 2005 through 2020. Oh, That's yeah. cool. He was there, he was there from the pilot. Um, Pitch Perfect 3. He did the score. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, cool. Um, but yeah. He's done so much amazing stuff. Um, but right here. All Hell Breaks Loose, part two. So much good stuff, and I love, I love it at this moment when the music kicks in. When do we pan to reveal 
the whole group. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's just a little moment. But Hunter is working happy. together. Yes. Um, <laughs> Jake is very surprised to see Sam <laughs> saying that Sam was dead. And Sam's like, yeah, you lo- left me for a dead. He's like, He's like, no, you were dead. <laughs> He's like, next time finish the job. And Jake's like, um, I did. I cut through your spinal cord. You were dead. Yeah. And Sam's like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> um, um, so apparently he has now further abilities yeah, to control. Says, His eyes, like, flash? Yeah, they do. They flash yellow. So was yellow eyes possessing him? No. It's in part of him using his powers is they flash a little yellow. Huh. Okay. I mean, they've he's got yellow eyes blood in him. I guess that's true. But he says, I think he says something like that Ava chick was right. Like, you... Once you start tapping into it, it's easy, yeah. Yeah, all sorts of Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> um, so he turns, he tells Ellen to turn her gun on to herself, and she can't control it, and she has to do that. Yeah. Um, and he has them all drop their guns. Except Ellen. Except for Ellen. <laughs> um, and then he puts the cult in, it, like, a lock mechanism it's on the crypt. It's really weird looking. Yeah. It, so it's also, like, a key. Yeah. As well as a gun. Well, and if you've noticed, the barrel of the cult, the exterior of it, the in, like, the inner, like, tube of the barrel is round, but the exterior is... Kind of pointed, I guess? It's a specific shape. I don't know how many sides it has. Um, <laughs> let me look it up real quick. I don't remember exactly what it looks like. I know it has a very long handle. Or yeah. A very long barrel. Cult. Um, let me look up, let me see, I want to know how many sides, here we go, here's a picture of it, one, two, three, I think it's got six sides, is that a it's hexagon? It's got little pointy bits on the outside of it. Six sided shape. It wouldn't get in- Yeah, a hexagon. It wouldn't get in the way of shooting something out of it, but it's no, like placed on the it's outside the, of it. The exterior of the ba- the barrel is yeah. hexagonal, but the interior is a circle. It is round. That's pretty um, cool. So it's a key so it's very as distinct. well as a weapon. Yes. Um, there is a key. There must be a lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, and then a, bunch, a whole bunch of stuff happens real quick. Yes. So- <laughs> In order to try and attack Jake, they grab Ellen, stopping her from shooting herself in her yeah, head, and the gun goes off in the air. Bobby grabs her from behind, and Dean yanks her gun. arm up, and the gun goes off above her head. And Sam shoots Jake. Like, Sam picks his gun up. 20 just, times. <laughs> he just unloads the clip in him. Yeah. And it's, oh my god. And even after, well, like, when he's, like, fatally wounded, he... He, like, even begs for mercy. And yeah, Sam Jake's just, lying there saying, please. I think he shoots him in the face. Like, yeah. He shoots him, like, three more times. It's bad. And then we get this really tight close-up of Sam's eyes. Of just kind of Sam's this murderous eyes. look on his face and that we haven't like, seen before. There's, like, one teeny tiny drop of blood on his cheek. Yeah. And it's, oh my god. He's starting to give in to his dark side a little bit. It's it's so interesting. It leaves you wondering, definitely. Especially after what Yellow Eye says is in a minute. Um, and then behind them, the lock is opening. Bobby explains it's literally the entrance <laughs> to hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Ellen's like, what is that? Or what's coming? And Bobby says, it's hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so Dean grabs the cult from the lock, and they all take cover. Um, Ellen is smart. Maybe Bobby told her, but Ellen says that this is a devil's gate. Uh, and then just demons just start pouring out of it. Yeah. Just black smoke. We see them break the, the, the iron train 
the railroad. Yeah. Um, but now they have, they have to close the gate. But Yellow Eyes to hell. Literally a gate to hell, and Yellow Eyes has arrived. Um, I'm gonna here go back down to my quotes. Make sure I've got this. But I also wanted to see oh. if hmm, it doesn't have it. Okay. What are you looking for? I was looking specifically to see if the wiki had any information about the bit with John in a minute. Mm. Um, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't. No. I wonder if that's because they could they not actually get him back on set, or is that just part of the script? He wasn't on set, but yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't uh, think but he's actually also interacting with them. But. It is also part of the script. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it works. It's just I'm like, I don't think he's actually there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to keep going, or do you want me to take over again? You can do a couple more, then you could finish up. Okay. Um, so Bobby, Ellen, and Sam are trying to close the gate, uh, but Dean spots the yellow-eyed demon and tries to shoot him. So the demon takes the gun away using his powers and, like, tosses Dean into a headstone. <laughs> he cracks his forehead open yeah. on it. It looks painful. Uh, it was a very hard hit to his head. It was, uh, ow. Um, Sam realizes what's happening and runs to help Dean, and the demon pins him to a tree. Yeah. This is why we get a bad guy monologue, and it's so good. There always has to be a bad guy monologue. Yeah. Um, Yellow Eyes is like, I'll get you in a minute, champ. I knew you had it in ya. Then he's like, Dean, I gotta thank you. You see, demons can't resurrect people unless a deal is made. I know, red tape, it'll make you nuts, (laughs) which I love. Um, And he's very excited. Uh, But he says, have you ever heard the expression, if a deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is? Uh... Dean's like, I'm sorry, was that a good deal? <laughs> he always is like, well, hmm, better than dad. Which is exactly what um, the Crossroad Demon said earlier, mm-hmm. I realized. Um, let me yeah. see. Yeah, she says, it's a better deal than your dad ever got. What do you say? Um, he's, he's not wrong. Um, and Yellow Eyes is like, you saw what Sam just did. How certain are you that what you brought back is 100% Sam? Um, and then he's <laughs> he's like, well, I knew I kept you alive for some reason, until now anyway. I couldn't have done it without your pathetic, self-loathing, self-destructive desire to sacrifice yourself for your family. And this is where John arrives. And he basically... Like, pins the demon. He, like, rips Yellow Eyes out of his vessel. Yeah. It's creepy. Because I, I keep forgetting and the fact that Yellow Eyes is possessing some poor dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a doctor. I yeah. Think. <laughs> that, or security guard or something. Yeah. And then you see, like, this smoke come out of him. Like, this, it's like a smoky figure. Yeah. It's, it's kind of wild. Um, oh. Let's see what happens next. Um, the demon, like, gets out of John's grip and returns to his body only just in time to see that Dean has gotten his hands on the colt. Um, and he, he like, shoots He him. stands up and Dean just shoots him right in the heart. I love the finally. slow-mo shot of the bullet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's very CGI because <laughs> it's very clear that it's like a still shot of Dean, basically. 
and then the CGI bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I realized today, but it's kind of iconic, so it doesn't matter. You gotta matter. have that slow-mo moment of oh, it's so good. shooting the demon, finally. It's so good. The demon is I still dead. love the effects of the cult like, killing. Oh, yeah, the, like, Just, like, lightning, lightning Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the demon drops dead. Bobby and Ellen finally manage to close the gate. And I love... Ellen is a fucking badass. Yeah, she is. I love how uh, it kind of shows that the demon died by having the vessel's eyes turn from yellow to his natural blue color. Yes! Oh, we haven't even mentioned this! Yellow Eyes' eyes, like, they're yellow the whole time. Yeah. And it is the most disconcerting, <laughs> creepy thing ever. I He's got, in like, the scene, three little pupils. I don't know if they're pupils. It's not even pupils. It's just like, that it's, holes like... holes in it, and it's so disturbing. <laughs> it's not even that. It's like you're looking at, like... Like, what it makes me think of is, like, you've seen, like, candle-making videos, you know? Where they've got, like, mica powder or something in the candle to make it sparkly, and it, like, swirls. Mm. And you, so you get, like, darker and lighter patches as it's, like, swirling. It's like Jupiter's That's what it reminds red me spot, of. kind of. Yeah, it's, like, it's uneven, and uh, it, yeah. it freaks me the fuck out. He has no pupils. During the scene where he was talking to Jake, by the, like, in the daytime when he gives him the gun... Like, we get some close-ups on his face, and I was just, I was like, ha <laughs> I want to know. I don't know what Do it they was. use it's contacts, or is yeah, it CGI? It is contacts. I'm pretty sure they're contacts, at least in these earlier seasons. They do do some CGI. It's really effective. <laughs> <laughs> it's very effective. It, it's very disconcerting. I also kind of, when I'm watching the actor that plays Yellow Eyes, um... I get the impression he cannot see well through the contacts. I don't think be- he can because he's never quite looking directly at the person <laughs> he's talking to. He kind of, he kind of like looks like a blind person almost. Like, yeah, because like if you watch a blind person talk, they're not really facing directly the person they're talking to. They're yeah. kind of a little well, off. Like, like they'll look, they can't see the person. They'll like they'll look at you because they're following your voice but still but slightly they, off still yeah it's and you're, they're not like making it's eye not like contact. they're making eye talk yeah, yeah I, I guarantee he can't see so i'm like i think he can't see very <laughs> well through his contact but to be honest he's such a good actor he makes it it's an it looks like an acting choice yeah exactly it looks like That's it's was, a characteristic of this guy i was trying to figure out I what think it was <laughs> jeffrey d morgan kind of does the same thing in when he plays yellow eyes in the end of um season 1 like, like he's looking around, but we don't get him with the full contacts very often, though. Like, only a little bit. Yeah, that's true. But, like, he still kind of does the, the thing. Like, oh, they're so good. Anyway, they're that's so what I was good. wondering. I'm like, I don't know if he can see very well <laughs> through those contacts. Yeah, I, I guarantee <laughs> he could not see. Because to get uh, that level of effect, they're probably pretty thick contacts. Oh, yeah. see through, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm probably sure. They're probably, like, Scalera- style which scalera is a brand but like the, the the kind that they do that's where um like the hillywood show their black demon contacts are scalera's they're basically opaque like, <laughs> you can't see through them <laughs> um so i'm That'd sure it's something similar it'll be hard to act yeah. convincingly oh yeah he does a through that fantastic job oh yeah so bobby and ellen close the gate um, and then we get a little moment with John and his boys. Um, I could not find a source for this. It's not mentioned at all in the wiki, but I distinctly remember hearing somewhere that all of John's stuff in this episode is was filmed on green screens because of scheduling issues. 
I fully believe that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a very busy man. He was back then. He is now. Like, legit. <laughs> they wanted him to come back for the 300th episode. Um, and, like, the supernatural people, like, called his agent. And his agent was like, he's too busy. It's not going to work. And so they were like, sorry, guys. We can't get him back. And Jensen was like, What? <laughs> and so he called Jeffrey D. Morgan, he called him up himself and was like, hey, do you want to come in for the 400th episode? Like, it was something to do with, like, money. Like, the money and scheduling, the agent was like, you're not paying, like, you can't, this is how much they charge that's more than you have to pay. Like, you can't afford him anymore. <laughs> and Jeffrey D. Morgan was like, buddy, buy me dinner. <laughs> Same thing with there's another guy who made makes an appearance in season eight who has like a brief return for like a dream sequence, and they Jensen basically was like, hey, do you want to fly up to Vancouver and hang out with us on set for a couple days and film a scene? And he was like, heck yeah, <laughs> like let me do it. <laughs> like, but yeah, they almost didn't get Jeffrey Dean Morgan back for the 300th episode because the agent was being an asshole, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan was like, no, of course I want to come back. <laughs> like you're, you're making me look about? bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I was not able to find a source for this. So if any of you guys have a source uh, for this, but the this stuff was filmed on a on green screens. Like there's like a stand-in for Dean, like the shoulder that he's touching. It's not Dean. <laughs> it's not Jensen. <laughs> yeah, the way how they kind of switch between the two, and they don't really show both of their faces in one shot. It's yeah, like... <laughs> it's definitely it's all green screen and chopped together, and it's fine. It works. It works. And plus. Because Jeffrey Dean, because John is a, a like a spirit, it like makes it's sense okay. That he can't like communicate yeah. with them. Yeah. Well, but like it, it's okay that he looks a little wonky and fuzzy around the edges. Like it works just fine. Um, but then he vanishes in a bright light, um, which kind of indicates that he's gone on. Yep. To a better place. Hopefully to heaven. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he goes to heaven. <laughs> um. So the boys turn to. The demon's body. Sam's like, do you think that was really dad? And Dean's like, if anybody's stubborn enough to claw their way out of hell, it's dad. <laughs> like, fair enough. Um, and Sam says that he can't believe it's over. Um, like, this is their whole lives. Like, I can't even imagine how that would feel to, like, have dedicated basically your whole life to this cause and for it to be done. Yeah. Just like that. He doesn't even know, Sam says he doesn't even know what to say, and Dean's like, I do, and then, because Dean is a little bit of a drama queen, kneels down and says to the corpse, um, that was for our mom, you son of a bitch. You know, he's probably been rehearsing this line oh, in his you head know for it. years. Oh, yeah. Like, since he was a little kid, probably. Yeah. Oh, so the boys go back to the car, and this is where we get our confrontation, our confrontation, con- <laughs> Confrontation. <laughs> Confrontation? Yes. <laughs> it's our, our BM moment. Our brother melodrama. That's not what I thought. What did you think of bowel movement? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that was a joke within the show. Really? Someone says, oh, it's the BM movement. and Or the BM moment. The, the, the BM scene. And Jensen, or Dean goes, bowel movement? <laughs> they go, Brother melodrama. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's, it's a running joke on the fandom. But we get our, our brothers having a conversation here. And Sam's like, Jake looked like he'd seen a ghost when he saw me. And, he, and he's like, did he tell the truth? 
did I die? Uh, Dean's like, no, I told you, I told you the truth, I told you everything that happened, and Sam's like, uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm on to you, Dean Winchester. <laughs> uh, Dean is doing a very bad job of lying here, because I think Dean wants to tell the truth, like, he doesn't want to be keeping this from Sam. Um, yeah. He's like, did I die? Did you make a deal? And Dean's like, he's like, no, I didn't. Sam's like, fucking tell me the truth. And that Dean doesn't have an answer. And that's basically, like, you might as well just say yes. Um, Sam asks how long. And Dean's like, a year. And Sam's like, I'm gonna fucking murder you myself. <laughs> Not like that, but... Um, Sam tells Dean he shouldn't have- this is one of my favorite brother moments. Um, and they don't even include the quote. I'm gonna find it in the transcript. I- because I love this moment so much. Act five. Um, okay. Um, Sam says, you shouldn't have done that. How could you do that? And Dean says, don't get mad at me. Don't you do that. I had to. I had to look out for you. That's my job. And this is my one of my absolute favorite moments in this whole show. Is Sam says, with all the earnestness of his being, he says, and what do you think my job is? And then Dean's face. We cut back to his face. And it has genuinely never occurred to him that Sam is looking out for him just as much as he's looking out for Sam. Like, he's, he's like, what? And he just looks at Sam with this, like, like, this is the most mind-blowing thought he's ever <laughs> experienced. And Sam says, you saved my life over and over. I mean, you sacrificed everything for me. Don't you think I'd do the same for you? Um, you're my big brother. There's nothing I wouldn't do for you. And then he's like, I'm gonna get you out of the deal. Um... Dean is very touched by this. He's he's very touched. He's like, okay. (laughs) Underestimated the little brother here. (laughs) But yeah, just the way that Dean, his little, his soft little what, after Sam's like, what do you think my job is? It just breaks my heart. Because it's, yet again, reiterating that Dean doesn't think he's worth it. Dean doesn't realize that people love him just as much as he loves them. That he is just as important to Sam as Sam is to him. Like, they just have different ways of showing it. Like, also, how is he, how, <laughs> I don't, the last season, we definitely had Sam start the I'm not gonna let my brother die cycle. So there is, like, Dean should have realized this already. <laughs> That's true. In faith, when Sam was like, nah, I'm gonna fucking find a way to get you out of this. Yeah. When t- Dean was dying of heart failure. Like, and, <laughs> like, Dean probably should have realized, but he's, He's got lots of brain cells, but he doesn't always put them to use. <laughs> He's not always the brightest bulb. Um, or his, I think his Missouri says it, the sharpest tool in the shed. Something like that. Um, his insulted face when she said that, too. Too cute. <laughs> so, but I love this. I love that moment so much, though. Sam's like, no, I'm gonna fucking fix this. Like, you caused a problem? Well, it's my turn to fix it. Deal with it. Um, Bobby and Ellen join them, and Ellen's like... Well, we closed the gate, but a lot of demons got through. Uh, Sam says, an army. Uh, and Bobby's like, I hope you guys are ready, because the war's just gotten started. And then in a callback to the pilot, we get the the boys, oh, we get a shot from inside the trunk, that the trunk opens. 
Dean tosses the cult in, says we've got work to do, and closes it, and that is the end of our episode. It's the end of season two. The end of season two. We've Holy fuck. Covered two episodes. Two episodes, yep. Oh, <laughs> two seasons so far. fuck. It's <laughs> the end of season two. We're doing the wrap-up next week. I know, we oh are. Oh my god. And then we'll start I... season three, and I'm really excited. Yeah. Because we're finally, after this season, we're getting to episodes Things I have not seen yet. <laughs> episodes Haley has not watched. Which, which is... I am excited. Very excited To get to new things that I yes. haven't seen yet. Yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> there's still so. so much that I don't know about the show or the there's characters, so the plot line, everything. Yes, there's so much. There's things... <laughs> you were talking about Sam, like, giving into his darkness, and I'm like, oh, you don't even know where this story's going. <laughs> like... Oh my god, I love this fucking show, and I cannot wait to get into seasons four and five with you. Season three is a short one, so it's gonna go by fast. It is. It's only 16 episodes. Oh my god. But yeah, that is a wrap on episode 22. I fucking love this episode. It was really good. It's It's a really good season finale. Such a good season finale. I can't believe they made them wait a week, but at the same time, like we talked about yesterday... (laughs) <laughs> I, I am now of kind of the firm belief that it would have been season, a great season opener for yes, sure this would have been a perfect season opener it wouldn't it kind of would have been funny like funky with like the wrapping up of the yellow eyes storyline a yeah. little bit but emotional beat wise this would have been a beautiful season opener to kick off season one or season, season one, season three. Sorry, I was thinking about how the last shot of this episode is a callback to the last shot of the pilot. So yeah. to kick off the first episode of season three with an episode that ends in the exact same way as the pilot, that's beautiful. To kick off season three with a demon deal, the same as season two, that's gorgeous. Love that. Mm-hmm. Like, leaving Sam dead at the end of season two and waiting like a whole summer yeah. For that resolution, angsty as fuck, live for it. Um, I'm sure <laughs> anybody who was watching the show at that time is glad they did not do that. But I think it would have been beautiful. I guess also, you're I just right. think the whole um, killing yellow eyes at the beginning of the season wouldn't have the emotional effects as much as it being a finale. But yeah, I think I that had to that happen. That's the only part that really probably had to happen at the end of season two. Like we needed that closure of the storyline, but emotional beats for the boys specifically with like the deals and like Sam's death and coming back and stuff like putting that at the beginning of season three would have worked beautifully. It would have been gorgeous. Um, it would have been the worst summer break ever, <laughs> but it would have been so nice. Instead, we get the, uh, seven deadly sins. Instead we get the Magnificent Seven. I don't like the Magnificent Seven. I remember it being underwhelming. I don't like it. Now we're getting into episodes that I've seen more recently. Yeah. Well, not anymore, because now we rewatched all of those, but you know. I don't hate Magnificent Seven, but it's definitely in, like, my lower tier episodes. Yeah. Like, it's just not my favorite. It's definitely my least favorite season opener, I'm pretty sure. Were you with me when we saw um, Shazam? I have never seen Shazam. I don't know if we were dating at the time or not. I have never seen Shazam. Okay. So, definitely not. Uh, The (laughs) Seven Deadly Sins are also in Shazam. Oh, yeah. So, it was... uh, Oh, they're iconic characters within... Because, like, then then watching this with you, I'm like, hey, I've seen all these characters before. Yeah. 
And there's just as there gross is some in interesting stuff, like uh, the scene where Sam has like a small conversation with Pride. I think that's a bit of an interesting moment. I don't and obviously really we remember. get we get Ruby, but that's getting into season three, and we were not in season three yet. We I just remember Glutton is always gross. <laughs> No matter I, what reiteration the, you get, Glutton yeah. is always gross. Glut, yeah. I, there's, there's a scene in The Magnificent Seven where a guy drinks bleach or something, like some burning chemical acid stuff, and it's horrifying. Ugh, it's don't nasty. Remember that. It's disgusting. You probably blocked it out. <laughs> Why did he drink bleach? Because the Glutton made him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Don't like it. Not a fan. Um... I like Ruby. Yes, we, we do Ruby, get Ruby. I, I really love Ruby. <laughs> but I do still think, other than the yellow eyes thing, which I guess is kind of a big detail, but I do still think that episode that the second part of All Hell Breaks Loose would have made a great season three opener. We I also think it get been real beautiful. Is her name Bella? In season three, yes. We yeah, do get Bella. That's in her name, three. right? A hot love... British actress. <laughs> um, Lauren Cohen. She also plays Maggie in The Walking Dead, if you're also a Walking think, Dead fan. <laughs> I think her first name's Lauren. I, I don't remember her actress name. Yeah. Lauren Cohen. Yeah. Cohen? Cohen. Yeah. She's, she right. plays a great character in Walking Dead, too, so. She's stunning. And she's Absolutely very hot. stunning. I love Bella. Love Bella. She's so a I'm great character. Excited, we're doing... <laughs> wrap up stuff <laughs> wrap up episode stuff right now let's save all this for next week um i don't think i've got anything else really to say about season two at the moment beyond well, wrap up that'll thoughts. be our next episode so, yeah that is next episode i mean like I don't this think episode I'm, specifically i don't think i've got anything else to say but i think i've said most of everything i want to say is there anything else you want to mention um what it's a really good season finale. I liked it a yeah. lot. Yeah. What are you looking over your shoulder for? You scared me with your shuffling. Oh. I thought someone was behind me. I was fidgeting. I have my crochet project bag under my desk, and I started poking it with my foot, and I scared Haley. Sorry, babe. I was trying to play it off, and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> it's a, such a good episode. I get jumpy. That's okay. I'm jumpy, too. Have you met me? <laughs> I did scary we'll earlier, standing. but I did that on purpose. She did that on purpose. But we'll be like, I'll be like focused on something and, or just walking up the stairs and she'll like smack my butt and I'll jump and she'll be like, who do you think it is? And I'm like, babe, it's not the who. It's that this was in general unexpected. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that is it for this week. Next week, as mentioned at the end of last episode, we are doing our season two wrap up i don't really remember what we did last season for the wrap up. neither do i i may <laughs> give a li- i might give another listen to it um i think we just kind of went over the season overall talked about our general thoughts like episode to episode i think and, we like, watched did we watch some behind the scenes stuff i think, we, I think we did we definitely watched the gag reel um we should do that again this yes time. yes 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 so very excited we're gonna watch some behind the scenes stuff uh, we would love it this time if you guys would uh Please. text in some Text? Text. Tweet. <laughs> Not text. <laughs> Te- tweet. Tweet. Email. Or message. Um, some we would thoughts, love comments, questions. to get I don't some know. listener feedback. Um, what are your thoughts on these episodes? I would love, honestly, to hear 
people's thoughts on our Haley's idea of I'm pretty sure it was your idea what was of splitting idea? up the ep- of if season or if episode 22 had been episode one of season three. Was that I think my that idea? was your idea. I thought it was yours. No, I'm pretty sure it was your idea. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't my remember. Idea. I don't know. Um, but I would love to hear people's thoughts on that because uh, that is a not actually a, like something I've ever heard anybody talk about before. <laughs> Wait, I think it was my idea. I'm pretty sure it was your idea. Yeah, I think you did bring it up last yeah. night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure it was your idea. So I would love to hear people's thoughts on that. Um, and also just your thoughts on our thoughts <laughs> throughout the episodes. I feel like we've gotten um, a lot more between is, seasons. We've gotten a bigger following and more interaction yeah. with people. So that's nice. Yeah, so we, we have. Would love to actually hear your feedback. Yes. Is there? Um, like something in an episode, like a detail that we missed that you would really love for us to talk about. Like someone on Twitter, my mutual on Twitter actually that I mentioned earlier in the episode, um, uh, they tweeted something about um, episode 20, I can't remember, and I responded to it and they were like, Oh, this is actually, like, kind of based off of another tweet of theirs where they pointed out how in the finale when Sam... Or, not in the finale, in the pilot, when Sam, like, goes out, like, somebody's, like, broken into the apartment and he's sneaking out, like, he's, like, strong and confident and, like, ready to kick ass. But when, like, AU Sam, like, Gin Dream Sam does it, he looks like he's ready to piss himself. He does, yeah. (laughs) Like, he's walking out of the baseball bat and he looks dirty. Poor guy, and I hadn't even noticed that. Like I tied together all these finale or pilot similarities with that episode. He's like low key shivering. And I somehow missed like, that. <laughs> yeah. All so like, down. if there's stuff like that, even if it's little that we've missed, or just like your overall thoughts on season two, I am curious. Really love to hear it. Is there anyone that's actually watching Supernatural for the first time and listening, and listening to, to, us? to it in a row, like as you go? That would be so interesting. I would love to know if there's anybody, even if it's not your first time, are you watching the show? Is there any other supernatural newbies like me out there? Yeah. That haven't seen everything. Just in general, are you watching the show and listening to the podcast at the same time? Like, I love that. But especially if you're a newbie, if anybody's a supernatural newbie, like, hello, come say hi. We'd love to talk to you. Or just in general. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Is there, are you guys like re watching as you're listening? Yeah. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, if you have any of that, anything like that that you'd like to send in to us, you can email us at we need to talk about Sam at gmail.com. You can find the podcast on Twitter at talkaboutsampod, on Instagram at we need to talk about Sam podcast, and on Tumblr and TikTok at we need to talk about Sam. And I'm pretty sure our DMs are open on all platforms. Um, so. If you follow us on TikTok, come say hi. Uh, I will send you dumb videos. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I've done things out of order now, and now I'm all confused, <laughs> and I don't even have my script pulled up. Um, oh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, and obviously you can find us wherever you're listening right now, which may be Podbean, but we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all those fun places. And if you have not already and you are able to, please, please, please leave a review and a rating on iTunes. It helps more people find the podcast. Do we have any yet? Any we have ratings? a few. 
Not reviews, just ratings. Okay. I think we've got like three five star reviews or, so, or five star ratings. Sweet. It's like, Thanks. thank you. <laughs> We're worth five stars. <laughs> We're just having fun. But I guess having fun is worth five stars in my book. But yeah, if you would like to contact or like add me on social media, I'm the little red who could on Twitter and. Or no, I'm little red who could on Twitter and the little red who could on Tumblr. Right? I'm all sorts of off today. It doesn't help that it's... Right? Did you ask me? It's really late. It sounds right to me. <laughs> it's really late. And I am... In case you haven't noticed, I'm a little loopy. <laughs> so, Haley, <laughs> where can they find you on social media? <laughs> You're loopy and I'm starving. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's 2 a.m. and I'm starving. But We could go to McDonald's on our way home. <laughs> Take you back true. to your car. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at... Life flows on three. <laughs> did you <laughs> laughingly? <laughs> I did mouth it along. <laughs> and uh, Tumblr at hfthoughts-blog. All right. I think that's all the outro stuff. Um, once again, if you guys have anything you'd like to send in for the wrap-up episode, um, keep an eye on the Twitter. I will probably make an announcement like, hey, we're recording tonight. Like, this is your last chance to get stuff in. Probably um, aim for Friday. Yeah. I mean, we're giving you about a week's notice if you listen to the this episode tomorrow. Yeah. Or so today, now, <laughs> when it comes out. <laughs> In ten hours. So that gives you a week, but if you do yep. want to wait until the so night of, we'll probably <laughs> we'll probably record on the 11th, um, so you have until then to get in anything you'd like to send us. Um, and obviously, please, no spoilers past the first episode of season four, because <laughs> Haley hasn't seen things, and honestly, it's a fucking miracle that she has not been spoiled for some massive shit. <laughs> I, oh, I spoiled something big because... the other day, and then she was like, what? And then I was like, forget I said anything. Wait, what did you say? Yes, yeah, she's forgotten it. <laughs> oh, about God. No, you're supposed that. to forget that. I already knew that. <laughs> Okay. I also have a friend who's told me things about oh, yeah. Supernatural before, before I watched it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's just mostly because I'm not on Supernatural Tumblr, I think. Yeah, she's not really on Super... <laughs> she's not really deep in the fandom. See, I'm Haley deep in other is, fandoms. She is. <laughs> Haley is. Haley's a nerd, but she's not deep into Supernatural fandom, which is honestly probably a good thing. Because I'm still I, new to it. I'm only like I am, three seasons in so far. I am seven years and counting deep into the Supernatural fandom. I was checking my AO3 stats the other day. Oh my god. Let me... I don't know if you guys can hear my stomach making noises. <laughs> we need to get your AO3 And you know what I really want? Set up. <laughs> what? I was looking at your most searched things. <laughs> <laughs> Shush! Oh, I just my, realized I've just exposed my dirty, myself. Dirty babe. <laughs> just exposed myself to my God. I just got really uh, no okay uh, distracted for a second. I am. I've been. What was I saying? <laughs> I'm seven years deep and counting into the supernatural fandom. I have six hundred forty thousand six hundred and fourteen words published on AO3. I have at least a hundred more fics wow. that have not been put on AO3 yet. Uh, 
some of which aren't even done being written. Like, I am, like, like, I'm drowning in supernatural fandom, <laughs> whereas Haley is just barely brushing the surface, <laughs> and it's honestly really fun. <laughs> We're having a, good, a really good time. We are rambling. We need to wrap this up. Uh, Haley also, I heard home. the new episode of Book of Boba Fett's really good, and yes, I really yes, want yes, to watch yes, yes. it, and we oh. still haven't watched it. Next week, we may have Boba Fett. Spoilers in the outtakes. Yes, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> so I will obviously drop a warning for that. But yes, let's be done. <laughs> Thank you guys again so much for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> I am playing my Switch. What you playing? Subnautica hey. Below Zero. This is Haley's new favorite game. Yes. It's the sequel to the first one, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. She has Subnautica, and she likes it, but it is a bit scary sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a tad. Just a little bit. Um, and this one is also scary at times, but it is less scary. So, <laughs> in many ways, I like it better because of that. Yeah. Plus, you spend more time like outside of the water in the below zero one, don't you? Because you can like yeah. go up onto the ice and stuff, so that like adds another gameplay element. Yeah, it's very true. See, basically, the only thing I do on my Switch is play Animal Crossing. <laughs> I've spent the last couple weeks terraforming my island. I've made an island upon the island. Um, <laughs> so I, like, uh, made my river go around in a circle around a piece of land, and then, like, built up cliffs on the land and stuff, which was fun. Um, and then this last week, I've been building an orchard. Um... And very slowly accumulating stuff to, like, decorate the area around said orchard to make kind of like a park nature space. It's really fun. Um, I do want to move my villagers' houses around, but I'm too poor for that. <laughs> I was thinking today that I really wanted a bridge, but I can't afford a bridge. <laughs> Bridges are expensive. <laughs> so, I have a spot where a bridge will eventually reside. <laughs> But I don't have a bridge. I would also like to, like, change the bridges that I already have, but I don't know if that's possible. So, I may just leave them. Oh. But we are Switch addicts now. <laughs> hey, this is my first time in, like, three days. <laughs> I know. I'm teasing you. <laughs> For the record. Now I have a TikTok song stuck in my head. <laughs> what is the song? It's the one that goes, um, for the record, this is self-destructive. For the record, I'm aware of that. <laughs> um, for the record, I've been picture picturing her body draped over the sofa wearing nothing but your hat, for the record. 
<laughs> have you not heard, heard that, that one? one. No. My TikTok page is wild sometimes, or my For You page. It's an interesting place to be. Um, actually, I haven't heard it in a while, to be quite honest with you. I don't even know what it's from. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, it's from um, 36 Questions, which is a musical, but also a podcast, I think. Um... Yeah. What is 36 questions? I'm pretty sure it's a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast musical. That's what it is. With Jonathan Groff. Oh. <laughs> a podcast musical? Yeah, it's a podcast musical. 36 questions. I've never questions. heard of that. <laughs> I think my friend likes it, but I haven't... Um, that is not what I want. That's what I want. I haven't listened to it. I'm not familiar. <laughs> so, but I'm pretty sure my friend, I have a friend who has listened to it. Do, 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 do. <sighs> Alrighty. I need to go to the bathroom. You need to go bathroom. I need to go bathroom. Is this shocking? Already? <laughs> I told you it was going to happen soon. <laughs> didn't lie. <laughs> no, you right. didn't. I'll be right back. You could use this opportunity to go get some water if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, that's all they might do. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> Goodbye. Babe. <laughs> uh oh, I am stuck. Eh. Hello, baby. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Know that you're missing me. Makes me feel young. Goodbye, goodbye. Last time that I saw your face was recess in second grade. That makes me feel young. Just realized I am uh, still recording. Sorry about that. I just fell off a cliff. But I am alive. Oh dear.
episode game and podcast, but last time we tried to game and pod, I tried to game and podcast, it went badly. That was yeah, actually have- the re that was the re-recording of our first episode. Um <laughs> and the reason for the title of said episode because we were playing. I don't think we ever Uh-oh. I don't remember Uh-oh. if I ever included Uh-oh. this detail. Are you going to get eaten? I heard a rumbling but then it went away. Oh, okay. I don't know if I ever included this detail in the outtakes of our first podcast, but um we were playing Lego Marvel. <laughs> Yeah. Was it Lego Marvel Avengers? Lego Marvel Superheroes? Or was it Superheroes? It was one of the two, because there's two different ones. I think I think it was Avengers. Was it Avengers? Yeah, and I was Captain America. And that's that's why the That's why the title's called I'm a Captain America, right? There's a random (laughs) um audio clip of me saying I'm Captain America. And then singing the little song from how it should have ended. <laughs> and I, but cute. I don't I don't think I actually included any of the context for that because it was mostly unusable. <laughs> but we yeah, got unfortunately, off to a rough uh, start with that episode because we were very distracted. Gaming yeah, and podcasting. We game and podcast. Yeah. Also if you I could get... you could totally hear the controllers in the background. <laughs> So. <laughs> yeah, we actually, have that in the special special scene. Wow, I mean deleted scene. Well, <laughs> no, there's bits with the controllers within the actual final episode. Oh, was there? Yes, because we didn't go back and re-record without the controllers. So I just was like, well, this is what I've got to, got to work with. But then it's um, funny that I was sent all it... a re-recorded episode too because. <laughs> Because the first one was the first time we recorded it was bad, it was yeah. really bad. Um, like Haley was inaudible. I don't know what happened because all the other because we were we recorded six episodes before we released, and they were all in the basically the same setup. But for some reason, that first episode you could not hear Haley like at all. And I didn't notice until I went to edit it, and then I was like, well, fuck. Because <laughs> there was no way. Like, if we weren't recording like this, where we have separate audio tracks, and I could just, like, ad- like if she's a little bit quiet, I could just adjust her and, like, bring mine, you know, hers up and mine down and make sure that they sound okay together. And, but, like... <laughs> There was none of that. It was all one track, which is how we actually usually do it. <laughs> and you just couldn't hear Haley. I don't know if her laptop was between her and the microphone or what, but yeah, she... Yeah, I really don't it, know what happened. It was like she wasn't there. It was like I was talking to a very faint ghost. <laughs> so we had to re-record it. <laughs> and we, Much for some reason... to our annoyance, yes, we had to re-record yeah, it. Uh-oh. We, for some reason, thought that re-recording it... Ice worm. Oh, she's encountered an ice worm. We, for some reason, thought that it would be a fun time to try and game and record, and that, no. Because we are both ADHD, (laughs) and we can't focus on two intense things like that at once. Like, it's not happening. Um, So, yeah, it was fun. But, oh, I actually sent that audio file, like, the finished podcast, 
to Jeremy from Monster of the Week to be like, hey, like, how does this sound? I just wanted to get his feedback on it. And he was like, it sounds good. And he was like, but there's like a weird clicking in the background. I don't know if one of you's like tapping on something or playing with a pen, but maybe get some quieter fidget toys. And I was like, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Knowing full well that it was your PS4 controllers. <laughs> I don't think I told him. I don't think I told you him didn't at tell all. Him. No, I was like, okay, cool. Keep that in mind. Oh, so Jeremy, if you're listening to this, <laughs> that's what that clicking sound was in our first episode was Haley's PS4 controllers. I honestly Why? don't know what the thought process for what for that was. Like, what on earth did we think we were going to accomplish? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to play a game we'd never played before. Uh... And talk about Supernatural at the same time. Oh, are you having my peach moonstone? Please and thanks. Be my friend. I've got my nodule. <laughs> that sounds wrong. I told you it sounds wrong. It sounds bad. Um, I want to light a candle. What it's candle my would you like? It's nodule. What candle would you like? Um. <laughs> you have a lot to choose from. From the army of candles. Take your pick. What's midnight blue citrus? Have I smelled that one? I don't know. You may have. It smells good. It's pretty good. Is it your flannel one? That's that my flannel one. Night? Yeah, that one I burned during last night's podcast. That one's good. What's I love one? that one. That one is um, leather, I think. Yeah, leathered amber. That's going to make me cough. Because <laughs> it has a smoky smell. <laughs> It smells good, but... It smells really good, but yeah, it's definitely a very specific mood kind of candle. Um, oh, do you still have your Spock one? Yeah, it's right here. I really liked that one. I smelled that at uh, Comic-Con. Yes. This candle that I'm about to light... Oh, it's a wooden wick, though. Which uh, Does it make sound? It, they tend to crackle. Um, so if you guys hear a crackling noise, it's... God, good lord, I couldn't get it open. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. If you hear crackling noise in the background, it's my wooden wick candle. Um, but this one is, it's called Spock. It's, uh, live clean, <laughs> live clean and prosper with this fresh burst of spring rain, which it does smell. It's a really fresh, like clean spring what, smell. What were the other ones you got from that one vendor? Um, you have a Cassie but the, one. yeah, the, um, uh, vendor is Myrrh Cosmetics. Myrrh like mermaid. M-E-R. Um, I also have, I have a Castiel one, I have a Mulan one. That one was also good. I love the Mulan one. I actually haven't burned that and one And there's a the Sam and Dean one. And then I have two different Sam and Dean ones. Well, they're the same, but it's just one that's burned further down mm. than the other. So, what do you think? My wooden, I tend to steer away from my wooden wick ones during podcasts because they crackle. It's up to you. Ooh, but it's not the end of the world. I'm gonna smell that one. This is one I've never burned. Maybe we should do it. No. Oh. It's my precious. <laughs> Why is it a precious? Because it smells like man. 
smells like man. Excuse me. <laughs> this is the Tumblr boyfriend candle. Okay. <laughs> Why are you so attached to a man scent when you have a girlfriend? Because I just like how it smells. <laughs> It does no. smell good. Okay. This is the Tumblr boyfriend candle. Um, this candle went a little bit viral on Tumblr, like baby viral. Um, because people were like, go to a Yankee candle store, find one of these, pick it up, close your eyes, and imagine you're sitting like on the couch in a in a log cabin in the woods, and there's snow outside, and a fire crackling, and the door opens and in walks X man, usually someone like um, Chris Evans when he's like like his um his um gosh nomad look with the the beard or like you know like a, a bearded Chris Hemsworth or you know something like that and he's just come in from chopping more logs for the fire and then smell the candle <laughs> and basically like the whole, all the reply comments are like oh my god. <laughs> Like, new favorite candle. So I went and I bought it, and I've never actually lit it. Because Yankee candles fucking suck. <laughs> they don't throw scent. Oh. They're really bad. Um, Is it, can you not find that kind anymore? They're, they're seasonal, I think. Um, so I don't actually know. Okay, let me go over and pick one. She's gonna go pick one. Um, <laughs> but yes. This is my, my boyfriend candle. <laughs> Alright, ow. <laughs> oh, don't touch the space heater. I didn't do it on purpose. A babe. <laughs> if you smell something that's singed, that's me. <laughs> I don't think that one is okay to burn anymore. I think that, that one's, one's all done. It smells good. But it does good. smell good. I really need another oat and honey candle from Whoa. Target. You have a lot. Yeah, some of those ones on the end I never burn. I forgot to switch my calendar over, so I'm doing that right now, If that's if you're hearing that. February is Dean. Um, January was Sam. That sounds good. That was also a wooden one. Yeah. It also doesn't throw scent. Which one's that? Is that my mahogany wood? That's always a good one. I think that one's almost out, so it may be like one of the last couple burns. What is this one? That's the oat and honey. Uh, I love that one. Hamlet Orchard. Ooh, that smells good. These two are down for the count. They're they're no good anymore. They're too they're too burnt down. This could be one possibly. Yeah, this is a good one. I don't know what this scent is supposed to be, but it's called Moonlit Orchard. It's like kind of a sweet fruity scent, but not like overwhelmingly sweet and fruity. You know, like it's not like I'm smelling a peach pie. Here's it's like you're you. like standing in a in an orchard, which is the point. Yes. Yes. Which you've almost used, it looks like, all the way. My flannel one? Or... No, this one. Oh, yeah, that one. Vanilla and sea salt. My, my first official, like, Woodwick brand candle. Yeah, it's... It's... It was our first Christmas gift. It was! It was... Babe gave it to me my first Christmas. That one is extremely loud. I haven't burned it in a while. So it's quite noisy. I don't think I've actually burned that one. But it smells nice. Ooh, I like that. Yeah? I don't remember what that one's called. Mineral Springs. Yeah. This is my first choice so far. Okay. <laughs> Babe's preference at the moment is Mineral Springs. If I can't choose a woodwork one. 
<laughs> this is riveting content. <laughs> Haley's picking a candle for the podcast. <laughs> the antisocial one smells good. Oh, uh, yeah, that one was a $3 one from Target. <laughs> Sam and Dean. I love good. that one. That's a Wittewick one, though. I know. I, like, I remember I like the Mulan one. The Mulan one is so nice. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. You have lots of the flannel ones, my love. I have two. Oh, I must have put it back there. <laughs> like, this is the third one I've seen. <laughs> no, it's only the second. It just got moved so you saw it again. <laughs> I don't know what this is. It doesn't have a name Oh, on it. it's like it chamomile and lavender or something like that. It does smell good. That's my favorite one for when I'm, like, really stressing out. That one, I think, is basically burnt out. That smells good, too. That one's nice. That's a Target find. This is my Grey Woods or something Grey like Mist. That. Grey Mist. Uh, I like the one that just. Yeah? You want this Mineral Springs? Sure. All right. Unless it's a newer one. Yeah. I gotta... It's brand new, which means we have to let it burn all the way across. We gotta uh, do my... I got a new one that I need to try. She still. did. It's called Mark Twain. <laughs> They're based off of uh, different book it, authors. Book authors. I found out okay. at Barnes and Noble. All right. <laughs>